Bailey, Oz Horse News and Alan Bell and the horse who made him love racing. Monday night, 7.30. and markets, plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's Thoroughbred Racing. And the gates are back. Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association with Racing New South Wales. And the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. Good morning welcome to Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have your company. It's George Main Stakes Day. It's day one of the Sydney Everest Carnival. Although it feels like the Everest Carnival has been going for about a month already. How good's the racing been? And it gets even better today as a beautiful morning dawns in Sydney. Don't know where you might be listening around this uh, great state of New South Wales or other parts of the world, uh, but it is a lovely, lovely day. And let's hope it stays that way. And this track at Randwick can be on the improve. We'll check in with Michael Wood shortly to get the latest on Royal Randwick for a massive 10 race card. The George Main, the Shorts, the T-Rose, the Bill Ritchie. What a day. And I uh, can't wait to get amongst it over the next uh, four to five hours or so. Some good interviews to get through. I think they're good interviews. Hopefully, um, you'll be able to source a winner or two from the people we'll chat with this morning. Of course, we'll go around the grounds to the tracks uh, around the nation shortly. Brody Nixon, he's gone far and wide for his trialers. I've called the Gold Coast far and wide, but he's found one there at Lee Freeman's um, has that he quite likes up there today. So Brody shortly. Danny Williams before 7 o'clock. Shelby 66 back at the races today. Brett Devine as well. Plenty happening with the Australian Turf Club. If you haven't um, organised your uh, Everest tickets and that kind of thing, I'd get a wriggle along. Uh, there's, I'm sure there's still uh, hospitality available. We'll check in with Brett in a little while. Ron Duffersey, I have no doubt, is fired up for this program today. Uh, Duff will have a chat with Adrian Bott. Stephen Jones, great chance uh, in the highway today, Stephen, amongst other races. Hugh Bowman is down for a chat with us this morning. Paul Snowden, if Paul doesn't pick up, we'll try Peter. And uh, Charlie Duckworth uh, on my run down there. Of course, we know Chris didn't make the trip to the UK for Her Majesty's funeral through COVID-related reasons. So um, if it's not Chris this morning, we'll hopefully have a chat with Charlie Duckworth because uh, the Wallace Stable, as always, well represented. Chris trying to win just his ninth George Main Stakes Today, an extraordinary record for Chris uh, in that race. Uh, of course, uh, Brad Gray, Glenn Munsey after 8 o'clock with all the Sydney form. We'll have um, Mark Hunter, Dean Lester, Sir Rupert Clark Day, Caulfield today. Great day of racing down south. Michael Maxworthy's done the form for the Gold Coast. Uh, Gary Harley, he's on the back up there at Newcastle. And we'll check in with Gaz. And behind the gates at 10 o'clock, we'll have a throw at the stumps with our multi again. Didn't quite come off last week. So Jarden just had to finish off a little better. Didn't quite do it, but uh, never mind. That's the way the mop flops. And we'll go again today with the Behind the Gates Moldy, Brad Davidson, Darren Flindell and uh, Andrew Hurley and myself. You want to know what's happening at Ramwick, don't you? I'm sure you do. Let's not keep you hanging any longer. Michael Wood's on the line. G'day, Michael. Richard, good morning. What's happening? Uh, beautiful morning, as always. <laughs> as always. <laughs> well, we'd like to think so. We'd like to think so, but that, that is uh, the, the key today. It's a beautiful Sydney day. About time. What track rating do you go up for Ramwick and what are you expecting throughout the day? Yeah, we kept it at soft seven this morning. Um, did a track inspection yesterday afternoon just before three o'clock and, and went to a soft seven. 
uh, it's remained there, but it's um, it's been a good evening actually. We the, the wind stayed up for majority of the night, so the the track's bone dry, sort of on top in the leaf this morning. And uh, yeah, look, there's not a cloud in the sky at the moment above me, and, and a beautiful sunrise. So um, fingers crossed we can keep it that way for the day, and we'll see continued improvement. It's um it's about time. I mean, this great carnival we're amongst it at the moment. And Thursday, Thursday night, um, Michael just appeared to be, well, not appeared to be, was soaking, soaking rain. And I suppose that did it abate sometime in the early hours of the morning and it's been nice since then. Yeah, we, we had a couple of showers on Tuesday morning, even as the, the horses were using the, the course proper for their gallops. Um, yeah, just in track work. And then Obviously, as you say, on Thursday, the main main amount of rain, so we had 20.6 millimetres fall uh, from about 2 o'clock in the afternoon and finished around midnight um, on Thursday night. So, look, it's been, it's been good that we've had good conditions since then and, you know, very different sort of conditions to what we had a fortnight ago where you're getting rain, you know, 10 mils before the first and then rain through the day. Mm. So, uh, great that we had a, a good warm day yesterday with, with that nor'westerly and... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to be in a soft seven, uh, considering that amount of rainfall only on Thursday. How did the gallop go this morning? Who conducted that? Yeah, two of uh, Mr O'Shea. So, Rhys Jones rode the gallop. He said it, it certainly wasn't any worse than a seven. And, you know, with the right conditions today, we, we may look at a six, but I think either way you'll be, you'll be doing your form for a soft track. Did he want you to call him uh, Cameron Handicap winning jockey Rhys Jones? <laughs> he didn't put in the request, so I just called him Reese. Uh, you say, so you sound pretty satisfied. Um, nice day ahead of us. Uh, we don't want to be the weather channel, but um, the next sort of month ahead, what's um, any kind of a half a long-range forecast you're looking at there? Yeah, look, I mean, they continue to say that it's going to be above median rainfall. Um, no, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to rain every day. I hope it's not. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're obviously in for some showers throughout the next next month or so, but I guess one of the uh, positives is that as you go into the spring, you do get those warmer conditions and you can, you know, you can can improve following that rainfall, whereas through the winter you get the rain and you, you're sort of stuck in those ranges. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll be doing our work. We'll probably give this track a verde drain after today and uh, just to try and lessen any impact of, of bigger rainfall throughout the carnival and uh, we'll be doing everything we can to get them on the best surface as possible. Beautiful. Good to chat, Michael. Good luck today. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. And Michael Wood, track manager at Ramwick. So soft seven, rail true. Soft seven, rail true for Ramwick. Today, you would not be shocked at an upgrade at some point. It's a, it's a lovely morning. Let's hope that radar stays clear. Great day of racing. It's a, it's, you'd expect nothing less at this time of year. Um, we can wax lyrical about the shorts for as long as we like, but I'm sure Ron and Bradham and, and Munns will have plenty to say on that terrific sprint. And, um, yeah, no, no one dodging anyone in today's shorts. is an absolute ripper. Well, uh, he's on the backup from a great day of racing at Newcastle yesterday. The Cup, the Cameron, the Tibby meeting was conducted. He is CEO of the Newcastle Jockey Club. He's also a pretty happy Parramatta supporter this morning. Dwayne Dow, Dwayne, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Richard, and too right. Very happy Parramatta fan. What a night. Oh, yeah, I've sort of sat down and watched the game, and all of a sudden it was 22-0, and it was like, well, you're on your way, but... Um, yeah, I don't want to sort of, in inverted commas, say long-suffering, but you're, you're on to the next week. Oh, the dream continues, Richard. <laughs> um, 
Tell us about your meeting yesterday. Were you were you happy with the way everything went? Were you happy with sort of you know, betting figures and, and whatever else? I'm sure you might sit down and look at them at a later date. But give us give us your snapshot of Cup Day from yesterday. Uh, very very happy with it, Richard. Uh, crowds back. Obviously, last year we had uh, no crowds because we were still in lockdown. So it was a great um, great to see crowds back for a Cup Day. It was about two and a half thousand on track, and we've got that again today, and probably a little bit more. It's a slightly bigger crowd today for Ladies Day. So uh, yeah, looking forward to that. But look, smallish fields for the three group threes, but uh, geez, three good winners. How good was Durston in the Cup? Just uh, he's just improving lengths every time he steps out now. Well, we're, gonna, we're hopefully going to have a chat with um, either Chris or possibly Charlie Duckworth later. Why couldn't he be a Melbourne Cup horse? I mean, they've they've won that Newcastle Cup and gone on to to Melbourne Cup success. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I agree. And it's really so I, I, I talked to to James yesterday after the race, and it's just the progression and the improvement, mm-hmm. you know, run by run. So it's pretty exciting. They mightn't have found the bottom of him yet, and if they do, yeah, why not? A, why not a Melbourne Cup? Certainly. Maybe a Metrop in a couple of weeks, you'd give it a shake. And I, I think the Lazzarini stable sort of thinking big dances with Wild Chap. I suppose they're looking at big dances and, and other races too. He was he was terrific also. Yeah, and how good was it for Reese Jones to get his first group winner here at Newcastle? Um, we had Dylan Gibbons last year on yeah. the 100 day get his first group winner. So we're starting to become the track with uh, where the apprentices are starting to shine. It, um, yeah, it was a great day for Reese and, and well overdue, I think, and well deserved. It was a great ride. How's the track pulled up? What rating did it go up? And uh, and that kind of detail for today. Uh, we're going to go up a soft five today, Richard. So, look, this we've been able to finally, after all that rain, that first six months of the year, we've been finally able to get control of this water table a little bit. We've just had a little bit of breathing space with rain. And that's what's inhibited the track drainage that everyone's we all know about. And, uh, and it proved a couple of points just in the day yesterday with some wind. And uh, we're starting to get these 24, 25-degree days. So... Uh, yeah, the, the track capabilities or the drainage capabilities of the track is really coming back now. So, uh, yeah, so we're back in that situation. And if we just get average or below average rainfall, we can improve you now a couple of points a day despite what rain we get. So very encouraging. Um, we've had Chris push the rail out three metres from the 1,400 to the 400. So it's just that, that running line, I guess, that they would have worn yesterday. But very pleased with how the track pulled up. It was really just bruising. Um, and on a softish track, that's a good result for us. So very happy with that. So soft five to go for the first race today. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and that possibly an upgrade later in the day. But, uh, yeah, we got to a six yesterday and, and, and some of the doctors were saying we were even getting close to a five yesterday afternoon. So uh, we're pretty confident with that rating. So you're not too far away from the Hunter meeting, Dwayne, to be fair. Yeah, once we get um, over today, we've got uh, Jungle Juice is our next big one, which we're, <laughs> we've moved to a Saturday in the middle of... October, it's actually on Everest Day, so do, that's that's a day we're going to start to grow. Do they, um, still, do they still serve? Do they still serve the jungle juice? Do you get a couple of cartons of jungle juice to the track for the day, or how does that play out? We are going to. So <laughs> look, I've, I've never made a jungle juice cup day, but um, we're going to bring some in and put some in some cocktails. So let's um, got a colourful past and a reputation for fun, Richard. So we're going to try and bring that back on Everest Day here at Newcastle for jungle juice. So then, as we move on to the hunter, there's all eyes for that now. That's really planning is already starting for the hunter, and uh, it's going to be a cracker. Good on you, Dwayne. Good to chat. Um, thanks for coming on. Hopefully, um, Chris is recharging his phone there and uh, he's right to speak to us next time. It's completely dead, he said. So he's, he's, he's hit me up for a brand new one. So, uh, We're meant to believe that, are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Good on you. Okay, thanks, Richard. Good on you, Dwayne Dow, CEO of, um, CEO of the Newcastle Jockey Club. Always good to chat with him and... 
Hope he phone sorted soon, Chris. But um, yeah, up to a soft five uh, there for Newcastle Racing today. Eight races. Gary Harley is there, and we'll, Gaz will join us at around about a quarter to ten this morning. Oh, the name Naveshram. Dani's popped up in front of me for the uh, for the Gold Coast Track Report today. Net Navesh, a very good morning to you, my friend. Good morning to you, Richard. Nice to have a chat to you this morning. How is the Gold Coast treating you? Yeah, look, it's been uh, it's been challenging. Um, you know, there's a lot going on at the Turf Club, but it's been fantastic, and we're settling in really well. For a man of your experience with race tracks, how long does it take for you to get your your, your head around a, a new track? Oh, look, I'm learning every day, Richard. Uh, it you know it does take a while. Uh, getting to understand a, a new track, its drainage capabilities, you know, how quickly it dries. So there's there's multiple things, uh, you know, but I, I've had to settle in fairly quickly. Uh, so I've, I've learned a fair bit, but, uh, you know, with, with any track, really, you, you're learning something every day. How's Paul Joyce settling up there? Yeah, look, I catch up <laughs> with Paul every now and again. It's, it's going pretty good. It's good to see some familiar faces. Yeah, the Gold Coast and Paul Joyce would just go hand in hand. A relaxed man that he is. Um, what's it like on the Gold Coast this morning? Good meeting ahead of you. What rating are you going to go up, Navesh? Yes, well, we had uh, some heavy rains there yesterday morning. Uh, it started around 4.30 and went till about 8.30. So we uh, put up a soft seven this morning, penetrometer 5.35. Uh, they are forecasting... Some light showers, which uh, unfortunately right now seems to be some real light drizzle. Looking at the radar, uh, there's a little bit coming in from the northeast, uh, and that's only set to last till about uh, 9 o'clock or so, and then uh, they forecast in a sunny afternoon. But I think with any more rain now, it's probably going to push us into the heavy range. Uh, looking at the radar, there's, there's a little bit there. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll reassess the track, but I think just given... Uh, what I'm looking at on the radar, I think we, we probably have to reassess the track in a few hours. You're going from, a, uh, from a, I suppose, a, a Ramick or Rose Hill track that might race once every fortnight. You're sort of every weekend now, Navesh. Yeah, look, it's quite remarkable that uh, this track is able to race every week. And, you know, there's, there's also been multiple rain-affected tracks as well. And uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the, the construction we've We've built a temporary training track on the outside of the course proper, similar to what Rose Hill had, uh, you know, a few years ago. And that's really been a lifesaver for, for, for training here on the Gold Coast. But it has had an impact in that we, we've reduced the size of the track now. It's only an 18-metre wide track. So, you know, there's a, a fair bit of racing on a, on a narrow track. But, yeah, look, just given the climate and the... Even though the track gets wet, it dries out fairly quickly as well. So you know, there's a lot of positives uh, to to work with, and uh, it is a busy place. The construction is in full swing. We're building a poly track on the inside of the course proper, and uh, you know we're really uh, into that now. We're also uh, building a, a tunnel, and we're putting the footings for the lights that will go up uh, towards the middle of next year. So lots happening. Very busy place, uh, not just racing, but with construction as well, and the reason I'm here. Good on you, Navesh. Good to chat race morning and, and uh, yeah, always good to hear what, what's happening at the Gold Coast. Plenty by the sounds of things. Good luck today, Navesh. Good to chat. Thanks, Richard. Good to 
Thanks, Richard. Have a good day. Good on you. Navesh Ramdani, a man we got to know very well, of course, being um, a manager of the Sydney Tracks. Good guy. And uh, he and the family uh, up there on the Gold Coast now, looking after that uh, Gold Coast track where there is a lot going on. Uh, what about Caulfield today? Hagwich this, Sir Rupert Clark Stakes Day. Great program down south. And Tim Bailey's on the line for a chat. G'day, Tim. Good morning, Richard. One of your big meetings of the year. Can you set the scene for us, please? Yeah, it's a great great day's racing. Uh, look, currently it's quite chilly down here, but uh, nice nice blue skies and a uh, pretty strong northerly wind, which is helping dry the track. We're currently on a soft six. We had four millimetres of rain late yesterday afternoon, so we're on the soft six. There's certainly some showers forecast during the day. If we miss them, we'd, we'd get back to a... Uh, five rating, but if those showers, they're, they're talking only two to three millimetres. We get there, we'll certainly hold that genuine soft rating. Okay, so uh, so start with a soft six and see how things play out, but a, a, a fine enough morning at the moment. Exactly, yeah, it certainly is, is drying. Um, the, the wind's meant to go up to about 40 kilometres an hour, which is also worth noting. A, a northerly or a northwesterly wind here is a headwind basically coming out of the 1200 shoot all the way to the 300, so that history suggests that, you know, when it gets to that strength and from that direction, you're, you're probably going to uh, want to have a bit of cover. Okay, beautiful. Where's your rail today, Tim? Uh, your rail's out at six. It was in through three weeks ago for the Menzies, so it's, uh, basically there's not a uh, not a mark on the track, so it's in terrific order and certainly very even around and across. Okay, great program. Thanks for joining us, Race Morning, Tim. Nice update. Good luck today. Thanks, Richard. There he is, Tim Bailey. Um, big day of racing from Caulfield. Remiss me to mention the Gold Coast. Um, they have Pink Ribbon Cup Day at the Gold Coast today. Race seven's a really good race for the Phillies and the Mares. You, the likes of Mimi Lagarde uh, resuming, accepting, uh, vaccine going really well. So, um, yeah, back to the Gold Coast there. It's uh, Pink Ribbon Cup Day. But Caulfield, Sir Rupert Clark Stakes Day. And um, it's a terrific program of racing there today. Uh, we look towards racing out of Morpherville in South Australia. And uh, good program to get through there with nine races. I think Justin uh, Justin Groves not quite there just yet. So at 30 minutes to seven, Racing HQ Saturday. Uh, good to have you with us. You can listen on the radio, download the tab app, Sky Thoroughbred Central or Sky Racing in one. We will take a break and back with more shortly. The all-new Nissan Qashqai, X-Trail and Pathfinder arrive in Australia soon. Demand for these all-new SUVs is high, so visit your Nissan dealer today to place your order. Victor Ladorum, new to Dali, an undefeated Group 1 winner at two, winning the same Group 1 as proven sires Wooden Bassett and Siuni. A Group 1 winner at three, winning the same Group 1 as his sire Shamadel, but in track record time. A son of Shamadel from the family of Shamadel, who won the same Group 1 as Shamadel. Victor Ladorum, a Group 1 victor at two and three by Shamadel, new to Dali in 2022. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. Saturday Racing is heating up with Tab. And on 
all races at Randwick, Caulfield and Gold Coast. Place a fixed odds win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three tracks this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed win bet placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price, guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday, 11 minutes out from 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, good morning to you, whatever you might be up to on this Saturday morning. I suppose heading into some school holidays around the place, aren't we? If you're out and about and uh, school holidays are happening for you at the moment or about to, or hope you're uh, enjoying whatever you're up to. A lot, on for, a lot on for scratchings this morning. Dream Maiden coming out of race two there at Randwick today and Air to Wear out of race number four uh, this morning. Characters come out of uh, race number five and uh, Zerastro uh, out of the 10th race of the day. But, of course, the high-profile scratching yesterday afternoon at five minutes to four was Zaki. So um, he won't be there. And uh, Animo, he was going to be the favourite uh, anyway for the George Main Stakes. Uh, but he, he, of course, will be now in a pretty dominant favourite. What a race that's going to be. Um, uh, big horses race, uh, that is for sure and certain. Uh, the uh, the George... Um, George Main Stakes, but the T-Rose, the T-Rose fillies, we'll see, um, you know, Zigotcha looks to get back into um, uh, the winner's stall again. She was so good first up. She's trialled since. So, uh, so much to look forward to uh, on this Saturday of racing. If you haven't been to Ramwick today, get to Ramwick. So, uh, horses like your, your, your Nature Strips and Eduardo's, they're not going to be around forever. I know they, you know, we had sort of the, the Winx effect when she was uh, doing her thing and Sort of every every run that went by, more crowds went to watch her. Well, I sort of not putting Nature Strip in that same mythical bracket, but if you haven't been to Ramick for a while, um, get there today and you'll have a look at a really good top group of horses there in the shorts. And Nature Strip is a world conqueror and uh, get to the races to see him. You might want to get to the races also to see one of uh, Nature Strip's foes today. And I speak of Shelby 66. His trainer, Danny Williams, is on the line for a chat. G'day, Danny. Yeah, good morning, Richard. Good morning, listeners. How's your morning going so far? Uh, pretty pretty full on. Um, when you've got to leave so early, <clears throat> it doesn't give you a lot of time to get everything done. I, I ride track work myself and I do a lot of other things, so you've got to try and condense it into a very small uh part of your morning and uh, and then rush off and get ready and get going. Maybe we're in the wrong business here, Danny, because maybe we need to be a bit more like Anthony Manson, who has a little, uh, you know, with friends, has a little uh, side business there with uh, with getting a few horses sold. He's also owns Renta Rock. He's also in Rome at the moment. Maybe we're, maybe Anthony's yeah. maybe Anthony's got the right idea. Well, <laughs> Renta Rock's won two races now. He might yeah. even go to Santa Rita. Uh, Santa Rita. Uh, yeah. Well, he's there, so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, hey, a well a well earned break for Anthony. He's he's been all over the place doing you know, covering racing for Sky Racing in recent times. Good luck to him. Let's um let's talk about. Shelby, for a start, Danny, we're talking about race eight, number five, the Bowman Shorts. How is your Group 1 winner for today? 
Anthony, he's taken a while to get fit. We were always on the back foot with him uh, at least 10 or 12 days. He came in with an absence in his foot, which popped out the paddock and, and it's just had us just chasing our tail. He's come on since his first run in the Concord. I'd say there's at least six lengths improvement. But I guess, you know, you're looking at another 10. You're looking at a total of at least 10 lengths improvement to be competitive today. So... I'm, I'm expecting a much more bold run. He's perhaps going to need this run again. Unfortunately, um, he's not that type of horse that you, you, you sort of wind up traditionally on, in track work and such. And I'd like to be saying, look, he's competitive in every race we put him in, but he just needs those few runs to get him fit. And until we get back into our program, racing week to week and then doing nothing with him, um, I think that's when you really start to see him being a lot more competitive. But I would expect um, him to be very, uh, very competitive today, considering the improvement that he's shown since his last run. And we look at his last preparation, Danny, and he's, uh, you know, he, he, he can handle the racing and, as you've rightly pointed out, gets, gets better through the prep with, with that racing until he hits his real fitness. That's right, Richard. Look, I, I, I doubt very much he'll be worrying Nature Strip or Eduardo today, but I think that once he's had this run, there's at least another couple of lengths improvement just through, through this run. And I would imagine going into his next, he's going to be, providing he gets the circumstances to, to suit, uh, he'll, he'll be a lot more competitive. Um, look, I, I wouldn't really mount today. He's, he's certainly come on and he's... Um, He's looking a, a lot fitter and, and, and we sort of had to chase a bit of fitness with him going into the Concord. We may have taken his speed from him and as, as well, we, we went back, which was a mistake. I think he's pattern of racing where he can sort of tough it out midfield and just keep finding that's the way to ride the horse and hopefully from a good gate today we can tag on to Nature Strip and let him tag us a little bit more forward into the race and hold that, that midfield position and I would expect him to be a, you know, running a bold race. One of our um, one of our listeners, Danny, wanted me to ask if um, if he's named after Carol Shelby who developed uh, the Shelby Cobra and won Le Mans back in the late 60s. Is that listener around the money? Yeah, pretty pretty much right, um, Anthony. He, he actually... Uh, uh, how it came about, we uh, allowed the own, the other owners, I own quite a bit of him myself, but I we, we put it out there for the owners to come up with some names and it just so happened two of them were watching um, Ford and Ferrari. And uh, I had a horse called Highway 66 and they thought, uh, gee, that would be a great name, Shelby 66. And coincidentally, I think uh, that particular gentleman that you just spoke about his uh, main attribute or, or, or his biggest feature for that particular Mustang was the 66 model. So uh, it, it, it just it's a very clicky name, and um, I think, uh, you know, it's it just rings uh, home with everyone that, that knows this horse. It just seems to uh, increase the following. Well, he has a following and a half, and uh, we want to see how he goes today. We also want to see, Danny, how Prince Nakoni goes. You've been bringing it along nicely, and, of course, this is the horse that I suppose came to your stable through 
tragic events, to be fair, and and a big group of owners, I think, pretty sure James Harron bought him as a yearling, and a big group come together. And again, the, the background to this horse, not very nice, but I mean, a lovely group of owners come together here, and he's doing some good things for you. Oh, look, there's, there's a great lot of owners, too many to name, but uh, we've got some high-profile media people involved in this horse as well, and, and we're enjoying the the journey that he's been giving us, and he's come on since his last run, Richard. He's actually um, um, improved um, as he's had each run. He's taken a little while to get fit, and, um, look, he's going to be very hard to beat from a good gate today or roll forward. Not sure where he'll be, but you would imagine he'll be in the first five. A nice, cushy run, and he's going to be very hard to beat. It's just a matter of whether he's sharp enough to come back from 1,200 to... A thousand. He's definitely lo- looking for that trip now, and uh, but look, hard racing. That's something he's got on his side against some of these runners. Yeah, barrier one. Tim Clark can usually be a, a handy recipe. Just has to, yeah, just I mean, barrier one would appear to be nice, Danny, but just has to get so as the brakes at the right time as well. Yeah, that's right, Richard. Look, I, I I don't know when there's always speed. There's not any speed when there's <laughs> no speed. There's always speed. So we'll just make our own luck and. He jumps well. I'm sure that he'll put himself in the, in the right um, section of, of the field. And, and um, yeah, as you said, we just need that little bit of a break uh, when needed. we better let you go, Danny. you better finish off these horses and load the runners on the float and get up to Sydney. Thank you. Thanks, Good on you. Thank, Thank you. you. Danny Williams, yeah. No, we'll let Danny go there, riding, uh, riding track work, of course, as he always has and always done. And, uh, yeah, Shelby 66. He's, he's an $81 chance uh, in today's shorts. And Danny realistic about his chances, the market realistic, but he, he was one of those horses that sort of developed cult figure status last time in. And uh, we'll see what he can do today. And Prince Nicone, he's right in the mix for the Tab Highway at 20 minutes to midday today. Great day of racing at Ramwick today. General Manager for Communications at the Australian Turk Club is Brett Devine. Brett, good morning to you. What a great morning, Richard. Good morning to you and good morning to all the punters. Uh, It's finally here, isn't it? It's the official start of the Sydney Everest Carnival. And my goodness, what a a field we've assembled for not only the Bowman Shorts, but also the Fujitsu General, George Main Stakes. A huge day at Ramwick and beautiful weather for it. Uh, And a huge day for the Ramwick and Moore Park precinct. And we really should let our listeners know, I I suppose, as far as getting to the races today and getting out of the races. I know people like to drive. Maybe public transport or or cabs and Ubers might be the way to go, but the carnival begins um, and get to Ramwick if you can because this is someday. Well, public transport is the message, Richard, and as you've touched on there, a huge day, not only obviously for us at Royal Ramwick, upwards of 10, maybe more thousand people uh, coming to Royal Ramwick uh, for the start of the race day. But obviously through the day as well at the SCG, the Swans versus Collingwood, what a game that will be. And then later on in the evening, just up the up the road, up Driver Avenue there, South Sydney versus Cronulla. So a lot of people coming to the area. The important message from us this morning, Richard, is that anybody that holds a general admission ticket, or mostly even if you're an Australian Turf Club member, make sure that you have your your card on with you, obviously, or your ticket, and you travel on public transport. That's all included there. So if you get on a train, if you get on a ferry, on a bus, and, of course, the light rail, which uh, 
pulls up right outside Royal Roundwick at the main gates there. That's all included in your ticket. So not only is public transport uh, very affordable uh, and cheaper for everybody, but it's also very convenient. Uh, we know that there'll be some traffic problems. We know lots of people will be trying to either get to those football games later on or will be coming into that area. So make sure that when you've got your ticket, you bear in mind that public transport offer. It's a huge day of racing at Royal Roundwick. Lots going on there. So get out there early and make sure that you enjoy the races and then you can get home quick. For sure. Uh, as we get to this time of the season, Brett, we we see these uh, youngsters, the two-year-olds, stepping out and they're all going to set to do some good things for their owners. And always an exciting time when the official two-year-old trials come around and that's happening at Ramwick on Monday. Very exciting, Richard, to see those young horses step out in public, really, for the first time under race day conditions. Uh, but it's also a crucial qualifying day for races like the... Arafield Breeders' Plate and, of course, the G- uh, Keeneland Jim Crack Stakes for the Phillies. So those two races are run on the 1st of October and these 10 heats on Monday make those fields up. The winners and the place getters uh, get preference into those races. So there's 10 heats on Monday. It's uh, 8.45 for the first heat. There's six for Colts. There's four for Phillies. And we can't wait to see these young horses emerge and uh, move on to races past those ones we've just mentioned onto a race like the Golden Gift, the Golden Gift worth a million dollars at Rose Hill Gardens on the 5th of November. Pretty much the winners into the Golden Slipper, it will be in with prize money order. And even the second horse can almost stamp their ticket into the race as well. The journey begins, doesn't it, on Monday when we get to see all those great horses. And we say to people that want to come out and see uh, those young horses coming uh, onto the track, there will be a free barbecue put on by the Australian Turf Club, barbecue and coffee uh, on the trackside lawn. And I know the Australian Racing Christian Chaplaincy also puts on a barbecue down at the day stalls for the strappers and the handlers of the horses. So lots to see out there and a free breakfast to boot, Richard. Uh, I'm sure uh, Duff and Radley and Ali Mosley and the gang out there will not only cover it on Sky, but love those bacon and egg rolls. Nothing surer, nothing surer. Um, the Tab Everest is a month away, Brett. So any listeners uh, umming and ahhing uh, about going to the races, certainly you know, today and, and up to the Tab Everest Day and also you know, Golden Eagle meetings, have a bit of a think about tickets and where you might want to be on the day. Well, definitely. For general admission tickets, go to the races.com.au. Uh, there um, aren't many spots left, I must say, for Everest Day. So don't uh, hesitate in locking in your ticket and getting into the wink stand as part of your ticket for general admission customers. With hospitality... Richard Tab Everest Day is pretty well uh, close to sold out uh, in terms of that corporate hospitality or other areas around the track. So don't hesitate to go on to the website, theracers.com.au. We're seeing unprecedented uh, ticket sales coming through now since COVID. Lots of people want to get out and about in this great weather. And not only on it, Tab Everest Day, Richard, and, and, and some music uh, acts to be announced, but today at Royal Railway Car for the last sneaky sound system. So not only do you get to see Nature Strip, you might get to see a UFO. Um, but sneaky sound system, just part of, again, your general admission ticket or anybody that's at the races, it's all included. Great day of racing. You get to have a bit of a dance after the last. Uh, what a day of racing we've got ahead of us, Richard. Can I just say to uh, to people that are coming out there, gates open today for uh, general admission customers. As I just call this up on my screen, I had it up before. I think it's 10.30. Um, 10.30 for members and 10.45 for... 10.30 for members, 10.45 for the public. There you go. Beautiful. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Richard. Good luck to all the pundits. Brett Devine, General Manager of Communications for the Australian Turk Club. Gee, sneaky sound system have stood the, stood the test of time. They've been a good act for a long time.
sneak your sound system, and they're a lot of fun after the last race um, on the day. So uh, that takes us a little past seven o'clock here, five minutes past seven on Racing HQ Saturday. Good to have your company. Some interviews coming up that you just might want to stick with us for. Adrian Bott, Stephen Jones, Hugh Bowman, Paul Snowden. If Paul doesn't answer, we'll, we'll pepper away, Peter. And uh, Charlie Duckworth down for a chat. That is if Chris Waller uh, is unavailable. Charlie's always good to talk to regardless. So we'll take a break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Plenty more to come. Stay with us. It's George May's Stakes Day at Randwick. Lano, if you buy Dyson vacuum at Bing Lee, what do you say? You save effort, Mum. They make cleaning your home easier. Yes, but... And they're built to last, so that saves replacing them. What else do you say? Oh, yeah, our Dyson deals. Keep going. Save $100 on the V15 Detect Absolute, Dyson's most powerful cordless. Save $100 on the Outsize Absolute and save $200 on the V10. Right now, at Bing Lee. You got that eventually, Lano. Thanks, Mum. You just need supervision. Bing Lee, better living every day. Introducing the all-new Kia Niro, available as a hybrid or full electric model. This SUV is designed to cut through, literally. Featuring a Kia First aerodynamic rear pillar design, meaning the wind literally flows through the car. Yes, through the car. The all-new Kia Niro, in hybrid or full electric, designed to cut through, literally. Kia, movement that inspires. The days are getting longer and the nights are getting warmer and Queenslanders are ready to let their hair down. It can only mean one thing, spring racing has arrived. This week, the Queensland Spring Carnival returns to the Gold Coast for the Pink Ribbon Cup. Don't miss a minute of the action as Australia's largest community fundraiser for the National Breast Cancer Foundation takes centre stage. Check out everything you need to know at racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. It's all the game. The renowned Big Sports Breakfast Grand Final Lunch. This year, Clarky, Loz, Jamie and yours truly, Jared Middleton, are heading to the Grand Pavilion at Rose Hill Racecourse, Wednesday, September 28, where the midweek Rose Hill races will be in full swing. Don't miss an afternoon of big laughs, good food and even better company as you mingle with NRL and racing royalty. And of course, you may even get a winner or two with help from our Sky Racing tipsters. Plus, we'll preview Saturday Tab Epsom Day. Get your tickets now at australianturfclub.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price, guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Supply gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have you with us. It's all about Ramwick for today. Ramwick is a soft seven, the rail true, and uh, on a beautiful Sydney morning. Let's hope it stays that way. Ron Duffersey, good morning to you, Ron. Yeah, good morning, Richard. What a meeting. Um, first day of the Everest Carnival. Uh, the field seven let us down. Um, would have been nice to see Zaki there, but I think we had indications earlier in the week that he mightn't be there, but it doesn't matter. You know, the, it's still a red-hot field, I say, and, um, well, we keep talking about these sprinters, and so, so we should, and uh, that shorts is going to be an absolute ripper and an eye-opener uh, today, and uh, as will the, the Kingston Town Stakes. Oh, we've just uh, Paris Dior's come out, Ronnie, at the T-Rose, but still leaves, still is a really good group of fillies there vying for a group two. Uh, yeah, we're, they're starting to let the form's starting to take a little bit of shape um, as far as the fillies are concerned now, and a few have isolated themselves out there. And 
including Zagotcha, who's had the one run, and the other fillies have had the two runs and, and been competitive all the way through. And is there a sleeper amongst them? We'll, we'll see if there's an improver there today. Yeah, well, you get the nominations off uh, on, what is it, Monday they come through. Ronnie, what were your sort of gut feel? Your sort of, I mean, I know, we know we're the big horses are there, sure, but you sort of go through the races and think, well, hard to beat, like that horse. What was you really feeling? Uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, it was a bit different this week because uh, the weather, mm, not knowing what to work with, and a f- first up horses and a lot of good trialers. That last race was a real head scratcher, and the, the highway is always a, a hard race to assess, especially these thousand meter highways. They're they're coming from everywhere and they're fast horses. So um, I, I found them a little bit tough, and then. You know, a couple of them other races are very, very competitive. Obviously, the midway's competitive and they're hard races. So um, I, I didn't find it as easy this week, and I found it hard to approach as far as I'd like to have a couple of bets early. And I think I've only had one bet so far, which is unusual for me. Yeah, it's uh, it's that kind of a day. If you, uh, if you like one, we're sort of uh, not going to be uh, putting you off them as, as we go throughout the day. It, it is that kind of a day, that's for sure. It's a, a ripping day. We could see a, a horse, I'm sure he'll figure amongst a lot of numbers, and we'll get to him shortly in Arnold, Ronnie, but we might welcome in our first guest on Racing HQ on this Saturday morning. And we're heading to Tullock Lodge, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott with a good team around the place, and Adrian is on the line for a chat. Adrian, good morning to you. Good morning, Richard. Nice. Uh, I, I dare say you're at You might not be, but um, hopefully a, a fine and improving track there at headquarters today. Yeah, gorgeous day here um, today here at Ramwick. So, um, yeah, good to see an improving day there yesterday. And hopefully see that throughout the day today. It certainly gives us a little bit more confidence. Well, Silent Impact, we want a drying track in race four, uh, Adrian. Obviously, it's not heavy today, so I think we can expect improvement on a, dry, a touch dry track. Yeah, certainly, and I, and I think also getting out to the 1,400 metres, key for him as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I certainly don't feel we saw him at his best there. Obviously, he was pretty short in the market there first up, but he did did, did, did struggle on that track by the end of the day. So, yes, hoping to see sharp improvement from him today. Uh, cross talk, is he, he freshened well? He has, yeah. He's had a, a nice time between runs. He, he seems to do well with that sort of pacing. He trialled up nicely at Canterbury. Um, yeah, probably that for that reason, just felt the 1,400 metres today here was sort of one of the reasons we elected to come here and was probably looking for a heavier track for him in, in, in fairness while we sort of dodged the, the Cameron yesterday but he seems in good shape and um, he, he's well and um, put himself on, on speed and obviously um, yeah, pretty 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 fit at this point of his preparation. Uh, race 6 North Star last. She's a good filly uh, should be in the finish again. Yeah certainly. Um, yeah, I'd sort of just look to keep, keep to her usual pattern um, you'd think Stepping up to the 1,400 metres naturally looks um, looks ideal for her with that inside draw and try and utilise her, her tactical speed to, to take it up once again. Um, yeah, I think she's sort of effective on top of the ground as, as well. Uh, but, yeah, we saw, I don't think the 1,400 would be any problem. We saw she was strong later on a very testing 1,200 metres. And, uh, yeah, yeah, she was, as I said, she was, she was good late. She's come through that race really well. That didn't, didn't knock her around by any means. So um, looking, looking forward to today with her. And you also got Pantanaria there. She's up in class, but she's a sharp filly as well. Yeah, she certainly is. Uh, looking forward to seeing over this this trip as well. Um, you know, she probably should be feel she should be shorter in the in in, in the market than than, than what she is. Uh, she should get a nice run in just behind the speed from from that drawer as well. Um, she mixed it with some very good two year olds early. There's some good form behind her. Um, she just went and sort of did what she had to first up to 
to, to get the win and a bit of confidence on the board. But, yeah, I feel there's good improvement off first. So certainly, um, certainly a bit of value about her, that's for sure. Mm. You'd be looking for a better run from Converge today? Yeah, most definitely. Um, look, obviously, the track didn't quite suit him. He really struggled there first up. Um, yeah, so naturally want to see, see a much better run today. And, um, you know, the, the, the improving track conditions, we, we're happy to, happy to send him round on that. Um, yeah, just a bit of a, a tricky draw for, for him, I guess. Um, he, he's got the tactical speed to, to put himself forward, but um, we may just look to be a bit more conservative on him today and just sort of give him that quiet ride from that draw, I guess. And, and, and um, that sort of seems to be the pattern where he's at his best. Uh, yeah, the, the race shape probably doesn't help in terms of the map for, for him, but um, yeah, I think this run will bring him on nicely. Um, yeah, still looking towards the Epsom for him. Um, and, and, and the Golden Eagle down the track. So, yeah, certainly want to see him back on, on, on track today. OK, so you're saying you might want to ride him behind a couple today? Yeah, I, I think so. Just just from that draw, that's sort of the thoughts at present. Um, obviously, sort of monitor conditions throughout the day and sort of speaking to at various stages, but um, initially that's sort of what we're thinking. And you're finished with Daj Ran. How's he going? His first two trials were great. Little little bit inconclusive last time. Yeah, um, yeah, certainly. Uh, I don't think he sort of really appreciated the track condition there in, in, in that last one. Um, but 1,200, they, they, they may just be a bit sharp for him there first up. Probably feel he's looking. Now he certainly had those three trials as well. Um, you yeah, probably going to enjoy once you can get out to that 14, 1,600 metres, potentially a bit further this prep. I think we'll try and stretch him. But, um, yeah, so he, he's, he, he's in good shape. Um, put himself sort of... Just behind a, a few there that said that he may find them a bit too forward, but um, he'll, he'll improve greatly off today. Okay. Anything else we should know about? Got anything at Newcastle or um, uh, Melbourne? Just, just uh, nice order there today. I think he's in great shape. Um, certainly, um, I know um, he's been great on the heavy tracks, but uh, I think he's just as well on top of the ground or you know, even on, on, on the soft tracks, I guess you should say. But, yeah, certainly he's in, he's in great shape and coming out first up run in, in great order. Beauty. A couple of uh, down down south tomorrow, uh, Asia, and a couple of horses that might be Oaks and, and Derby types getting out over a longer trip at this time of year, uncorked and Major Bill. Yeah, Ma- Major Bill thought was excellent there um, last start at Mooney Valley. He got very, very lost and sort of struggled around there, but he didn't quite show his tactical speed and uh, was sort of under pressure a long way out. But I, I, I love the way he picked himself up and, and found the line late. So uh, he should, should really enjoy getting to a bigger track there at Flemington and, and, and that step-up in trip looks ideal. So he's, he's doing well down there. So I think he's a good, good chance for us on Sunday. And uh, Adrian, Monday morning at Randwick, the dream begins again. <laughs> for, a stack of, for maybe some existing owners, some new owners, as, and you're well represented with these babies on Monday. Yeah, I've um, got a good, good team heading there. Um, you know, a, a few... Um, yeah, a handful of those I think can sort of really go ahead out of those trials and, and hopefully represent us, us early. Um, you know, a couple there will be out there for, for a bit of education and then I think that'll do them for the campaign. But certainly certainly one or two amongst them that I, I'm hoping to see can, can put their hand up and, and be very effective there first up for us. Couldn't help but seeing Gay, your social media, Gay at the barriers there during the week with these, well, maybe older horses, but the two-year-olds and we know, I mean, Gay loves all the horses, but... Her four-day can be these two-year-olds and looks like she's kept a pretty close eye on them. Yeah, certainly. You know, that's obviously what, you know, I think she's enjoyed most throughout her career, developing these, these, these young horses. And, um, yeah, she's keeping a close eye on the team this year and uh, very, very pleased with the way in which they're progressing. Good luck today, Adrian. 
Thank you very much. Good on you. Adrian Bott joining us there from Ramick. Pretty strong team, uh, Ronnie, for Talik Lodge, and their stable's ticking along pretty well at the moment, I wouldn't have thought. Would have thought. Yep, going well, and um, obviously they they got some nice horses today, cross talks and you know all star lasses and you know it's orders, so they they they're all you know leading chances. You fired up for Monday, Ron? Very fired up. I've done my form. <laughs> You've done your form. I'm ready to go. What form's that? Pedigrees. Well, they they pedigrees and whatever, yeah. and uh, yeah, looking forward to to seeing the babies and see what we can. Uh, get something right out there. So I love, I love trying to assess them early and getting into their head, but it's not that easy. Uh, uh, you would have, I mean, over the time, you just, I suppose, Ron, you go to those trials and uh, look, you're thinking of a horse like, just as an example, like a, a capitalist that trials like you did, and some of them just go bang, I suppose. You've seen some terrific youngsters over the time and they've just become the stars of the future. Well, the facts are there. You know, there's always for even, you know, you can guarantee there's going to be good horses come out of this first set of trials. Mm. And it's happened year in, year out. And they, they, the horses to say, well, I want to be there. And it's um, it's always been a strong form line looking at these early trials. Remember a horse like, a, even a horse like a, a Thessio, who went on to be a good three-year-old Nolder horse. If they've got it, they've got it. They kind of appear there early, but anyway, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. And uh, those trials will be covered here on Sky Thoroughbred Central. And the first trial is set to go there at a quarter to nine. Uh, a quarter to nine uh, on Monday morning. Stephen Jones comes to Ramwick with a nice chance or two this morning. G'day, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Are you there, Stephen? That's not promising, is it? Oh, are, are you there, Stephen? Oh, it might be, it might be on the it might be on the road and it just maybe arrived. At headquarters, I'm hearing. Hello, Stephen. Oh, I can kind of hear Stephen in the background. We might let him go for a second, Ronnie. Yeah, that's not, that's not one of our better better interviews. No, no he's um, busy doing something there. <laughs> that's right. I think I'm, I'm hearing he's just um, might be just arriving to Rambic and getting there, so he might be fine. It might be finding a place to park or or something like that. Um, I, I I don't know, but. Um, how, how's your form been on the highways lately, Ronnie? How you, how you, we always start with the highways, and when we ever start with yourself and Brad, it's like, okay, let's see how we go here. But um, I suppose I'm very it, patchy. I'm very patchy. <laughs> patchy on the highways. <laughs> yes. oh, no. I love them one week and I don't like them the next. <laughs> sounds yeah, it sounds and on and on again, off again, love affair with uh, with mm. the highways. Kosciuszko Field's coming together, isn't it, Ronnie? And, and no no surprise that you know some of those big names were taken. That's going to be a hell of a race again in a month's time well they're all getting ready for the Kosciuszko yeah that's exciting it's um it's been a big process going through and everyone trying to sell their horses and whatever which they should and um, we've ended up with a pretty good field this year it's um well better than a good field it's we've got the the right horses have been picked and it's going to be a, a big contest so we're looking forward to that and a couple are probably having their last runs today in the sprint race and whatever, but um, you handle the truce and whatever, and I think far too easy might be in Queensland. I'm not sure. I think so. So it's uh, it's, it's going to be a great race. Always is. Yeah, no, it's going to be unreal. $2 million, uh, of course, the Kosciuszko. We get to see a horse running today at Randwick named Arnold. Are you, a, are you an Arnold man? He's in, race, he's in race four today, and there's a fair boom on him. 
I love what I've seen of him. I don't like the price today. I'm, I'm, I can't tip against him. Um, but he, there's something about him. He, 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 the big bold stride on him, the way he hits the line. If there's any concerns, I do, he gives me the impression he might get over a bit of ground. So, mm. um, three runs at 1400 uh, is enough, I think. But, um, yeah, he's a likable horse. I'm, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm not tipping against him. Um, whether I could take the, I think he's got to start black odds, but, um, we might have to wait to get that if you want it. Yeah, wonder what uh, wonder what the tab will do. Who do we have the tab there? Is it Timmy Ryan back? I think he is. He'll he'll let us know whether they might be looking to take Arnold on. But he was um, he was really good the other day. Let's welcome in our next guest, and he's a man who has ridden four George Main Stakes winners, six T Rose winners. He's ridden four winners of the shorts. He's yet to win a Bill Ritchie, but Darren Flindell thinks he might today. I speak of Hugh Bowman. G'day, Hugh. Richard, good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. I was looking back at your shorts record. 2000, and don't want to make you feel old, but 2002, you rode the winner of the shorts for Max Lees back then. It's been a pretty good race to you over the time. Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> warning back the clock. You don't, you don't feel 20 years older than that, do you now? I, I some days I do. i <laughs> <laughs> pretty good today. <laughs> Well, so you should. You got a good book of rides, and you had a good week. At, uh, what is it? Three winners on Wednesday or so? Or uh, Wednesday, yeah. Had a good day. I had a good day last Saturday. Only one winner, but yeah, the horses have been running well. So Ryan's doing an excellent job. Uh, the highway. You start off the proverbial. Look, uh, she's a highway winner in the past, and she's pretty genuine. Well, she's consistent, isn't she? Uh, yeah. She's a short course horse with a good draw, so she's got a bit in her favour. She'll run well. Uh, yeah. This horse in the third race, he, he might be a run short, but, geez, I like the way he's going, Caboche. Well, he beat Animo in the trial. I'd like Ooh. to be on Animo in this. He's, um... Oh, I was actually, I mean, all jokes aside, I was actually really taken by his trial. He, he just felt really good, great frame of mind. It is a bit of a tricky draw, though. Um, you know, I'm just a bit up in the air how the race is going to be run, so I'll be guided by Chris how he'd like him ridden, but with an open book, I, I might be inclined to sort of let him roll forward without mm. pushing him if, if, if that worked out. But I'll, like I said, I'll wait and see how I'm asked to ride him, bearing in mind that he's second up. He got fine print in, or fine point, I should say, in race four. He's uh, another uh, nice mare from just a sticky draw again here. Yeah, it is an awkward draw in a in a big field. So, I mean, she's a horse I've ridden, not a great deal, but again, she's a model of consistency. She, she too, being first up, I'd be inclined to probably ride on the conservative side, uh, let her find a spot, and you know, just make. Right, if so that the last furlong's the best, and you know if the race is run to suit and we get the right run, she'll she'll be thereabouts because she always races well. Top ranked, um, he if he brings his A game here today, it'd be very hard to beat. You know, when you look at the two runs in Australia and the form around him, he's had his two trials. Your thoughts on him? Well, I'm a little bit almost keen as everybody else to see how he's going to go today. I, I, I was very happy with his first trial. His second trial, I, I was satisfied with. I wouldn't say I was over the moon with, but I like the fact that 
he, he's drawn barrier two. Uh, he's run his first run in Australia um, when he had a little bit of a mishap, and that's why he's had a bit of time off. Um, was outstanding. He's a really, really lovely moving horse, and yeah, look, I, I'm up in the air, but there's no doubt the horse has class. He gives you a really good feel. He's got outstanding form before coming here to Australia, and you know he's he's had a fair time off, so. With a good draw, he'll get a perfect run, and I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. Uh, Willinga Beast in the T rows. Uh, she's um, she's got a foot right on the till. Well, she's a really good filly, and you know she went down fighting the other day to, to North Star Lass. It was, I know it was a bit of a one act affair the way the track was playing, but she was really gutsy. She's got tactical speed, I guess. I guess there's a little query about about a strong 1400 with her being by Schnitzel, but she's got a really good racing style. She's she's got a great attitude, and, and I guess you just got to take on trust that she's going to come out of that race on that really heavy ground, you know, and and go better. I'm, I mean, she I guess the same with a winner. Who knows? But you know, I, I, it was a pretty hard run the other day, so. I've, I think that's either going to play into a favour and she's going to improve a lot or or, or, the, or the opposite. We're not going to know mm. until she's put under the test. Fair girls come up well. Yeah, I'm delighted with her. She was outstanding behind behind Enemo first up. and Interesting that Chris has gone a month between runs to a mile. It's not usually his tact, but I'm glad that he has. I think She's certainly capable of upsetting the favourite. And I'll be honest, though, I would have preferred Zark in the race. I just think mm. it would have set up better for, for us. But he's not there, so she's got a really sweet draw where she can just put it asleep. You know, I needn't be back as far as I was the other day because of that. But I certainly won't be getting involved in the contest before I need to. What are you expecting from Lost and Running today? I think he'll run a hell of a race. Um, I'm not expecting him to beat those fast, real 1,100-metre types. Um, not today. We might in a couple of starts time. But what I want to see him do is just jump well, get into a beautiful rhythm, and, and be strong the last furlong. I love the fact of his barrier draw. Just, I can just drop my hands, be wherever I am, sort of fifth, sixth, Seventh, depending on the pace, whatever, doesn't matter. And, um, yeah, I think his last one will be really good. He seems to, well, looking at his trials, he looks to have more race sense now. He's, he's come of age as far as that's concerned. Yeah, he's a, put it this way, we're a, lot, we're a lot happier going into this race than we were this time last year. And, you know, I think, well, what you see today will be a lot different than what we saw this time last year. Obviously, his last start in the in the new market didn't things didn't go to plan, but he's come back really well after that. He hasn't put a foot wrong. He's been working superbly, and yeah, I mean he's a top class horse. But I think he'll just find these high class sprinters a little bit sharp over this trip today. You got Kukaracha second up uh, in, in race nine. Well, he. he He's a bit like Kabosh. He's just going really well. And I, I, I don't mind the draw. I thought 
he was satisfactory the other day in the Chelmsford. And you know, look, I'm not I'm not expecting him to win, Ronnie, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if he did. Okay. And you, uh, this horse in the last Kinlock, he's, he's a talented horse if he's right. His trials are inconclusive. Yeah, but he's a horse that can run well fresh. And uh, he doesn't mind the ground. And, and he's got some class. He uh, He's drawn off the track, so I'll just ride him quite... I'll ride him dead cold. Less instructed otherwise, but um, I'm sure Chris will be in agreement. I think we'll ride him dead cold and we'll just get him, give him some room and, and let him launch late. We can see what sort of, we saw what sort, of, sort of finish he has when he when he won the provincial championships last year. And you know, if they go mad up front, he, he will be chiming in late. There's no doubt about it. Okay, good on you, you. Good luck today. Uh, uh, Thank you very much. Just while you're there, Huey, um, um, I suppose uh, Eastern Suburbs home for you. Have you had a chance to um, get down to Coogee for a, for, a, for a dip lately for recovery? It is a bit fresh in there at the moment, but... Uh, it's not too bad, Richard. <laughs> it's pretty nice, yes. I've been swimming not every day, but every well, two or three times a week. But, yeah, it's about to put on the sweat here and go for a run down there. It's nice to have the warmer weather come. Spring, spring weather in the air just makes the um, making the wait a little bit easier. Good on you, Hugh. Great to chat race morning. Good luck today. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, guys. Good luck. Thanks. There he is, Hugh Bowman. Um, I thought he was about. To, I thought he was going to say, "Roddy, there's no way I'm getting in the water at this time of year." <laughs> it's, uh, but he's a, he's a, he's an athlete, Hugh, and yeah, brave enough to jump in that uh, in those coogee waters. Because it's cold at the moment, Ronnie. I'm going to test to that. Anyway. Yep, uh, well, I can't. <laughs> well, just, just while you wait for the, the, the land to warm up a bit, Ronnie, before you ease yourself. Yeah, in. yeah, it's got to be... Um, what well, are the, what do the conditions have to be? Well, it's got to be in Europe, in the, <laughs> in the beautiful ocean. It's lovely, about 44 degrees, <laughs> and you just dive in, you don't feel a thing. That's a pretty select window you've just gone with there, Ronnie, <laughs> but I, I tend to agree. Stephen Jones, I think, is with us now. G'day, Stephen. Morning, how are you? Very well. You in Sydney? Just pulled up, yeah, in Sydney. How was the trip down? Yeah, lovely. Yeah, we we left Dyson early. We give them a couple of couple of hours here to settle in, and then we'll go to the races. Uh, this young horse you got today, Custo. Custo. He's um he's a well bred three year old. He's heading in the right direction. Yeah, he's done everything right. He um you know. Uh, he, he, every, everything he does he, he is always forward, you know, and uh, I think he's, he's a horse for the future. Okay. Where do you... He's led with his two wins. Um, there's a lot of speed here. What do you, where do you expect him to see him? Uh, well, he can sit off. He can do everything, you know. Like, uh, my other horse in the race will probably show more speed than him, so he'll, he'll probably just take the sit in the first three or four. So what about this other horse, Polylithic? He, uh, well, he's built a much better horse winning his maiden in Class 1 this preparation. Yeah, well, he, he had a, um, chips in his knees last preparation and and uh, we got them removed and uh, ever since then he's gone from strength to strength. He's, um, he's a real speed horse and his sectionals are, are fantastic. Hmm. Is there much between them? Uh, I think the other horse is a is a horse of the future, as I say. He, he'll, he'll have no trouble just sitting off and and running on. He's he's one that'll go on, 
more than polyethic, but hmm. the other horse is up and running and going well at the moment as well. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, hit the target there at Newcastle today, Stephen? Yeah, yeah. The, it's a winnable type of a race. He's, uh, uh, there's not a, you know, they've got him in as a leader. He likes to lead, just have it on his own. And um, I, I think he's a good chance. Okay, so those those horses are there now, Stephen. Would they? You're in. Yeah. You're into a sta- you're into a stable there. They can sort of have a, yeah. qu- a quiet couple of hours. I'm in Anthony Cummings, and he was good enough to give us a stable for a couple of hours and let them settle in, and then we'll we'll potter over from the from just out lead them over and go the race. And Be- yeah, beautiful. That sounds like a good plan, Stephen. But thanks for joining us. Good luck today. No problem at all. Thank good you on very you. much. Okay, Stephen Jones, custom and polylithic. Uh, two nice hopes there uh, in today's highway. 26 minutes to eight. We might head to a break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Um, uh, thank you, Chris Charlie. Um, Charlie is good to go for this morning. So, uh, Charlie Duckworth will be the man we talked to this morning from uh, from the Chris Waller Stable, racing manager, of course, and he's down for a chat at around about, what, 22, quarter to eight, and uh, Peter and Paul Snowden before that. We'll take a short break and back with more. A Marcus Oldham Diploma of Equine Management can lead to meaningful and rewarding careers, both domestically and worldwide. Marcus Oldham's close links with industry and international relationships, which include study tours and work placements, provides graduates with the unique opportunity to secure equine careers across various disciplines, including horse health, marketing and business management. Turn your passion into a profession with a Diploma of Equine Management and visit marcusoldham.vic.edu.au. New to Dali in 2022. It's a two-length lead for Palace Pier. Races towards the line and Palace Pier is the winner of the Queen Anne. He recorded nine number ones, five at Group 1 level. But Palace Pier looks too strong. Palace Pier, he's all class, this champion Moiler. Introducing Palace Pier, Kingman's greatest hit, standing at Dali. What do washers, dryers and washer dryers have in common? They're in the laundry, Lionel. Cold. They're white. Colder. They come from Bingley. Getting warmer. They have free delivery. Yes. Free delivery on selected laundry appliances at Bingley. What do you and the committee have in common? A lot. Cold. Don't miss our free delivery on selected laundry appliances right now at Bingley. But be quick. Bingley. Better living every day. Saturday racing is heating up with Tab. And on all races at Randwick, Caulfield and Gold Coast, place a fixed odds win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three tracks this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Exclude WA residents. First online fixed win bet placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs the Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price, guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. 
TNC Supply. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. 24 minutes to 8, Racing HQ Saturday. Good to have your company wherever you are listening or watching around the place. Still a couple of interviews to come. We'll try and get a hold of uh, either Peter or Paul Snowden. Surely they have a good team today. That is for sure. Cannot wait to see Marzu back at the races. He, he's, um, he's the new sprinter on the scene and he looks to step up to things today. Charlie Duckworth, surely. Let's go through some scratchings while we... Um, uh, what well, we can here, 31 scratchings for Ramwick today. Penetrometer 5.82. It's a lovely day. You're hoping, you're hoping you're going from a soft seven to a soft six uh, soonish in the program, but we'll leave that to Michael and the stewards and the team to sort out. Race one, the highway taker, number three, uh, Ezekiel. Seven, bold offer. Nine, La Melody. Eleven, I'm not slew. Thirteen, Monte de Fiore. And 15, Ostracize. So race one, the highway, take out three, seven, nine, eleven, thirteen, and fifteen. Race two, take out number five, Bubba. Eleven, Diva Bella. Thirteen, Mike Rona. Sixteen, Dream Maiden. And twenty, Remus. So five, eleven, thirteen, sixteen, and twenty from race two. Race three, take out number six, Arctic Thunder, race three, number six. Race four, scratch number two, equation, seven, fine points, 11, roots, and 15, air to air, two, seven, 11, and 15 from race four. Race five, take out number three, blazer trail, six character, and 10 at the front man, three, six, and 10 from race five. Race six, scratch number three, Paris Door. Might uh, we'll hear from, hopefully, from Peter or Paul shortly as to the plans for Paris Dior, but she's not there today. Number seven, Russian Conquest is out as a number 11, uh, Celestial Spirit. So three, seven, and 11 from race six. Race seven, scratch number one, Zaki. Race eight is clear. Race nine, scratch four, Elephant. Six, Gold Trip. Uh, eight, Crystal Pegasus. And 10, Sacramento. Four, six, Eight and ten from race nine. And race ten, scratch one, Superium. Ten, Dream Circle. Uh, Twelve, Starman. And fifteen, Zarastro. One, ten, twelve and fifteen from race ten. Riders you might not have. Race six, number eight is Grace's Secret, Karen McAvoy. And race seven, number eight, Ice Bath, Tommy Berry. Just waiting for a rider there. It'll come soon, I'm sure, for race one, number 20, Feel the Night. Just awaiting a rider there. Uh, Ronnie, a little bit of social media discussion about Ice Bath yesterday. She came out of the Timmy. She runs on the George Mains today. I suppose, Ronnie, if you own Ice Bath, you can run it wherever you like. 100%. Uh, it's a free enterprise. <laughs> um, you know, she would have been hard to beat yesterday, but... Uh Yep, they probably want to see her, at, you know, in a, in a big race, and um, yeah, I, I've got no issue with it. You know, it's there, like I say, they pay the bills. No doubt. In that in that race, Ronnie, which is race number seven, the George Main, is it just a matter of don't overthink overthink things too much, and it's just animo. And that's not disrespecting a really good group of horses here. Um, I think it's the opposite. I think don't underthink it <laughs> because it's tricky. Mm. Um, What's tricky go, about it? Well, the map. You know, do you, if you if you, be, you become looking at the tote board here, I'm a dollar fifty. I can do what I want, and then just ride him quiet and think you're going to round these horses up. Um, you know, they're they're not bad horses. So mm. I think a bit's got to go right for him. 
um, say before that first turn down the back straight. I, you know, I, I think he's showed that he can put himself into a position more so when he's got a barrier. Uh, so I, I think he, I still think he's got work to do today. Mm. He's not going to be arrogant when you're up against a field like this with these beautiful mares down the bottom, and then you know Profondo is going to improve out of sight on a on a drier track here today. Mm. Um, I, I don't think it's a gimme, even though I'm his biggest fan. Montefilia, I mean, she's the outstanding regime here. Where's she going to fit into it? Well, I wish there, probably wish there was more speed for her mm. um, because she's, she can really sprint well first up and she's a proven, you know, group one performer. There's no doubt about it. So uh, there's a lot of ifs and buts um, about this race um, uh, as far as uh, the shape. The shape of the race is, 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 is interesting. Isn't that the beauty of it, Ron? You might have a dollar fifty favourite, but it's not as straightforward as that. Yeah, someone said yesterday, Animos never won too straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Which t- is hard to believe. <laughs> it's a tough assessment, but it's fact. <laughs> yeah, well, after 17 starts and eight wins, yeah. he, he wins every second time. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'd be If I owned him, I'd be happy with that. He's won the races that matter. He's a Group 1 winner. Yeah, and there's a, a few two, more to come. As a two, three and four-year-old. I, I know Ronnie will break down um, this Baum and Shorts in more detail after 8 o'clock, but they are all there, literally all there. I know, you know, Snap Dancer was picked up during the week, but they're all there. And our, our next guest who... Just joining us now, certainly would like to think his horse plays some kind of a part today. Peter and Paul Snowden with Mazu Engaged. Peter is joining us on Racing HQ Saturday. Peter, very good morning to you. Morning, Richard. Sydney Everest Carnival's well underway, and I'm sure you want to be in the thick of the action today. How's your vibe? How's your feel on race morning, Peter? No, always good. Always positive. The only way to be. Well, the map looks okay for uh, Mazu. Peter, is he set to go? Yeah, like he's ready, Ronnie, but um, but there's room to move with him. He's, he's, not, he's not fully screwed down for today. But look, he had two trials. He's done plenty of work. Uh, gets, a, gets a good draw, uh, and, and it looks good on the map. So um, he's forward enough to be competitive with room, bit of improvement to come. Okay, is there any difference in him with the break? Uh, he's probably a little bit stronger, uh, a little bit more relaxed in his work. Uh, his trial's been really good. I've been really happy the way he's executed there. Um but, he, you know, he's just a, he's probably a little bit bigger version than what we've seen last time, but the, the motor's still the same. Uh, your other runners, La Vizier in race four, very honest. Uh, has form around the favourite, I must say. Yeah, he's an honest horse. The last two or three runs have been how he should have been going all the way through. We hit a bit of a rocky patch there for a while, but the last two or three runs have been good. But this is a pretty strong race. This. He's got a little bit of a awkward draw, but the horse is still working well at home. And you finish with Devil's Throat. He's a, a horse with talent and um, quite capable. Absolutely. Good draw, no weight on his back, and a good strong win first up. He's come on nicely from that. He's certainly a, a good each way chance there. Okay. What do you say about these fillies in Melbourne today? Revolutionary, Miss Russian Conquest, and Miss Hellfire. They're all going really well. They're three really nice fillies. Um, I'd say there's not a lot between them. Luck of running will play a big part. And for himself, I picks us off because she had two runs back. She's quite bored. Uh, good draw, perhaps to get a good run. And um, probably handles the softest track a bit better than the other two. So slight leaning towards her, but they're three nice for going forward and be ticking over well, but just take good ground. They get the best out of them. So um, soft six there today. Hope a little bit better uh, as the day goes on. But, uh, yeah, they're sort of getting close to their main target of the 1,000 kiddies. 
Soft six, not ideal for I am Superman. He just can't take a trick. Ah, uh, the draw really was a slap in the face when I seen that. I said, my God. But, yeah. but uh, other than that, he's had a really good preparation. The race I've always wanted to run him because I thought it suited him well being a handicap. And um, it really did set him for it this year. Uh, he, had, he had a nice to over run, a little easy barrier trial in between. And uh, the horse is really well. He's really fresh, and that's where he runs best. But the sixes, I think, if it gets no worse than that, it's, it's okay. It, it'll mm-hmm. be okay. But luck in running now probably plays biggest part. He needs a bit of luck. Is he going back to Ireland after today? Yeah, it is. This is his last Australian start. He'll go back home after today, yeah. Now, you've had a bit of luck with these imports. You've had Wetor and Old Flame. I reckon they're the only other two that you've had. You, you should be getting more. Yeah, well, we're on to that. We've got a really good man there, Will Johnson. He's working with the team now. He's doing a great job. We've already got two others. Uh, one's here now. One's uh, Aga Carnos. Uh, he just got here yesterday, actually. He's in quarantine. So uh, we've got four now. So we're, we're certainly looking to get more in the upcoming sale. So uh, they're the right horses and having the right bloke picking them and certainly helps. Yeah, for sure. And you'll be looking forward to the two-year-old trials to see what you got there on Monday. Yeah, well, it's a nice horsey going there. Uh, two or three nice colts, a couple of fillies, so it'll be interesting to see how they get on there on Monday. Uh, Paris Dior, Pete? Yeah, no, all good there. I just, she had too hard to run first up, Richard. I, when it was come up at seven today, and she drew a bit awkward. I thought another week certainly won't hurt her, and she'll head to the Golden Rose uh, next week under her belt, which is only going to help her. And uh, mm. she'll ship fit and well and work is good but that first out run just took a little bit more out of than I would have liked so extra week's probably going to help her and she'll be at her best next week in the rows. Okay, nice report Peter, good uh, good to talk race morning, good luck today. Pleasure guys, good luck. Good on you, Peter Snowden, there you go, the latest from uh, the Peter and Paul Snowden yard, we'll get, um, we'll get those interviews up across the various social media platforms if you b- missed them this morning but um, yeah, Marzu, Ronnie, I mean we could talk about all these horses uh, but, but Marzu, good draw, He's, uh, he's out to prove that he, he really does belong amongst these horses. Oh, yeah, look, he's got youth on his side. He's the new kid on the block, and he's resuming off a big Group 1 win. So he, 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 it's very interesting to see how he goes today. What's, uh, I mean, how do you, I mean, again, we'll cover it between 8 and 9. How do you read this shorts, Ronnie? I mean... I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, do they burn out, or do they look at each other? Um, I wouldn't think... Um, you know, they'd want to give him real hard runs the first uppers so yeah, it, it, it's an intriguing race as it should be I'm going to walk into the yard these horses and it's just going to be like a a group of fighters looking across at each other thinking yeah you look ready you kind of look ready because I mean yeah I mean you talk about grand finals I mean the big grand finals a month away this is worth a million dollars Ronnie all the same it's That's like right. first, first prize of 600 grand it's um <laughs> well it's not the main target it would be the main target in any other world it's not well we know what we're going to see with Nature Strip because we had a look at him last week he's in amazing order Eduardo we've had a look at him um, he's in amazing order um, so I think we're we will have a good look at Lost and Running, Classic Legend. I think they'd be over the moon if he ran a top five finish here considering circumstances. And I'm, I'm expecting to see a pretty revved up, ready to go overpass who's yeah. serious today. We did form on extra last night and there was, there was, there was half a bit of umming and ahhing about him from the barrier. But I think on those trials, there's only one thing that's going to happen with him today. Yeah, maybe, maybe that, that'll, that'll be interesting. Okay, yeah, it's an amazing shorts. It's race day today if you're, you're out and about doing other things. Uh, five minutes to four uh, is the time for the shorts. Uh, the Kingston Town, Ronnie, are you a Benno man? Yes, very much so. 
Uh, very much so. He's put two beautiful runs together. I know he had a hard run the other day. Uh, but, um, yeah, he's come up really well, that horse. And I, I think he's going to be very hard to beat him. Um, yeah... I, I'm right in his corner, even though Chris is hard to beat in this race. He's, he's won it uh, well, he, uh, multiple times, as you, you know, with these 2,000 metre imports, so they, they're hard to beat. I think the most significant thing in the morning, though, is Adrian saying that we wouldn't mind taking a sip with Knight's Order. That's thrown things into disarray if that happens. Yeah, that wasn't what... <laughs> Wouldn't have been on most speed maps, you, you would not no. have thought. But um, anyway, we'll see. If, uh, I suppose that'll be a, a change of tactics that will, will likely come through at a point if it does. Just trying to get a hold of Charlie Duckworth, but I suppose, Ronnie, we do understand it is race morning and there's yeah, there's, um, there's plenty happening with that team. So, look, Ronnie, we, we might just ease up on interviews for now. It might give us a chance to get stuck into the form a little sooner and we'll, uh, we'll let you go and get yourself organised. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, Richard. Good on you, Ron Duffus here. He'll be with us just after 8 o'clock again to, uh, to, to really dive into a tremendous program of racing uh, out of Ramwick today. Uh, we can go to the scratchings and just looking to see, yeah, look, they, they are finalised. They are there. So we, I know we're around about 11 minutes out from 8 o'clock, but we can get a bit of an early start on these scratchings and, and, and knock them over here. So we'll go back to Ramwick again. If you missed them about 10 minutes ago, we'll, we'll get into the 31 scratchings for Ramwick today. But the track is a soft seven. You like to think an improving soft seven. The rail is true. Um, The going stick is... um uh, not a new piece of equipment, but um, the Australian Turk Club will be taking a bit more interest in uh, in the going stick. I know Munns is a penetrometer man, and plenty of you might be, and that's fine. Going stick today is 8.3, and the shear at 12. So let's look at the, um, the 31 scratchings for Ramwick for today. And race one, take out number three, Ezekiel, seven bold offer, nine Lamelody. 11, I'm Not Slew, 13, Monte de Fiore, and 15, Ostracised. 3, 7, 9, 11, 13, and 15. So race two now, take out five, Bubba, 11, Diva Bella, 13, Mike Rona, 16, Dream Maiden, and 20, Remus, 5, 11, 13, 16, and 20 from race number two. Race three, scratch six, Arctic Thunder, race three, number six. Race four, take out number two, Equation, seven, fine point, 11, Roots, and 15, Air to Air, two, seven, 11 and 15 from race four. Race five, take out number three, Blazer Trails. Six character, 10 the front man. Three, six and 10 from race five. Race six, uh, scratch number three, Parish Dior. Seven, Russian Conquest and 11, Celestial Spirit. Three, seven and 11 from race six. Race seven, take out number one, Zaki. Race eight is the shorts. It's clear what a race. Race nine, scratch four, Elephants. Six, Gold Trip. Eight, Crystal Pegasus, and ten, Sacramento. Four, six, eight, and ten from race nine. Race ten, take out number one, Superium. Ten, Dream Circle. Twelve, Starman, and fifteen, Zarastro. So race ten, scratch one, ten, twelve, and fifteen.
Again, race six, number eight, Grace's Secret, Kerry McAvoy. In race seven, number eight, Ice Bath is Tommy Berry. Race one, number 20, Feel the Night. We await a rider for that horse. Let's go to Newcastle Racing today on the backup from the Big Cup meeting. Soft five rails out three metres from the 1,400 to the 400-metre point. The remainder is true. So soft five, an eight-race program. Race one getting underway at 25 minutes to one. As far as scratchings go, there are 36 at Newcastle today. Race one, take out eight Crime Spree and nine Sir Diamond. Eight and nine from race one. Race two, take out number eight, Extreme Merger. Race three, out comes number one, Don't Doubt Katie. Race four, take out number four, Bird on a, uh, Bird on a Wing. Eight, Power Puff. Nine, Roman Song. Uh, Ten, Sir You. Uh, 12, Studio Star. Number 14, Wollinga Charisma. 17, Borrowed Luck. And 19, Impressive Chorus. So race four, Newcastle. Take out four, eight, nine, 10, 12, 14, 17, and 19. Race five, scratch number three, Atlantic Ocean. Five, Cut on a Dime. Eight, Ludo. Nine, Motion Legend. 10, Osterberg, 13, Tiri Tiri, 19, I Know a Star, and 20, Far Horizons. 3, 5, 8, 9, 10, 13, 19, and 20 from Race 5, Newcastle. Race 6, take out 6, Diva Bella, and 12, Departing Bullets, 6 and 12 from Race 6. Race 7, take out number 4, Diamond Diesel, 7, Highly Ambitious, 13, Dream Eclipse, and 14, Charlie's Law. 4, 7, 13 and 14 from race 7. And race 8, take out number 1, Troll Peninsula. 7, Miss Kajiki. 8, Nay to Remember. 10, Retiro. 14, Diamond City. 15, Hawaii Five O. 16, Damaged. 18, Walk and Talkin. 19, Amicus Cure. And 20, Rock Barton Ruby. 1, 7, 8, 10, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19 and 20 there from race eight. Coming out there at Newcastle, 36 scratchings for the main provincial program in Sydney or just north of Sydney today. Unfortunately, Baraba Cup Day has been washed out. It's one of the great days of the year up in country New South Wales. 52 mils on Thursday night they copped. Um, so unfortunately, Baraba, their Cup Day meeting won't be there. One of the great days of the races out of Baraba would almost be 10 years ago now. It was, um, it was a lot of fun. Let's go to Caulfield. As all those country meetings are, those country cups, they're rippers to get to. Uh, Caulfield today, Melbourne, Sir Ripper Clark Stakes Day. Total of 15 scratchings. Tracks are soft seven. Tim Bailey telling us that they might expect a, a shower or two uh, during the day. Clear this morning, but maybe some showers expected. Um, soft six. 15 scratchings for the big day. Race one is clear. Race two, take out 10, Sweeten Ed. Race three, take out one, Catalan. Race five, uh, race, well, race one is clear. Race two, number 10, Sweeten uh, Sweetened. Uh, race three, number one, Catalan. Race four is clear. Race five, scratch three, seven veils, eight, Madame Pomery, and 16, Foxy Gold. Three, eight, and 16 from race five. Race six, take out number 12, Alias. Race seven, number 17, Dragon Leap. 18, I wish I win the favourite out of the main race. 19, Age of Chivalry and 20, Open Minded. So 17, 18, 19 and 20 from race seven. Race eight, so take out number three, Argentia. 10, Felicia, and 12, Larkspur Run. Three, 10 and 12 from race eight at Caulfield. And race nine, 
Take out six rocketing by and ten sartorial splendor. Six and ten from race number nine. Race four, number ten, uh, Berard, uh, Berardino is Jai McNeil. If you don't have that rider yet. Gold Coast Racing today. Uh, I think you're doing your form for a rain-affected track there. That's um, It's a soft seven. Nevesh telling us a bit of rain on the on the way, potentially. They might uh, be going to a heavy eight. There's uh, a rain around the place. 23 scratchings. Penetrometer, 5.3. Soft seven at the moment. Overcast rail through the entire for the Goldie today. Race one, take out number two. Asabi, five even now. And ten, Nikki DeRosa. 2, 5 and 10 from race 1. Race 2, take a number 8, Scalago, race 2, number 8. Race 3, scratch number 4, Diasonic. 6, Coup de Tonnerre. And 13, every now and then. 4, 6 and 13 from race 3. Race 4, take a number 4, Gemelon Bolt. 5, Del Toro. 8, Mix. And 11, Cecil Street Lad. 4, 5, 8 and 11 from race 4. Race five, take out number five, never paid. Race six, out comes number three, Caribbean King. Eleven, better get set. Twelve, Mosquito. Fourteen, Barney Rabble. And fifteen, Red Monkey. Three, eleven, twelve, fourteen, and fifteen from race six. Race six, uh, race seven, take out number ten, Hakai Maru. Race eight, scratch 11, way beyond. And race nine, take a number eight, Red Bloom. 10, indiscreetly. 11, confessed. And 16, Dubai Pride. Eight, uh, eight, 10, 11 and 14 from the last there at the Gold Coast. 27 scratchings. And Michael Maxworth has done the form. He'll bring us his preview for the nine race program at around 25 minutes to 10. Uh, 12 minutes to midday, your first race at the Gold Coast. Let's go to Morpheville in South Australia today where they are racing on a soft six. The rail is out six metres, the entire soft six rail at six metres. Penetrometer, 6.34. Nine races to get through at Morpheville and we have 21 scratchings. Race one, take out number five, Rockstar Megzi. Race two, take out number two, Saw Like an Eagle. Race three, scratch four, King's Charisma. And five, Secret Shima. Four and five from race three. Race four, scratch number one, don't dream it's over. And four, impossible action. One and four from race four. Race five, take out one, Neodium. Five, Ziggy Rocks. Six, Warminster. And eight, Stadium of Light. One, five, six and eight from race five. Race six, take out number one, Great Diviner. And three, Baltimore Bullet. One and three from race six. Race seven, take out number nine, Divine. Ten, way to go, Paula. And 13, Cork Harbour. Nine, ten and 13 from race seven. Race eight, number nine, Melbourne Storm comes out. That's race eight, number nine. And race nine, number seven, Sandbuck. Ten, Dustin Duran. Twelve, Effort Cat. Uh, Thirteen, Lope de Wolf. And fourteen, Obelos. So race nine, Morpheville, take out seven, ten, twelve, 13 and 14. So that's around the grounds, around the tracks, racing at Wagga today in the Riverina as well. Good luck to the uh, the club there at Wagga. We have a good program for racing, but the focus is on Ramwick for George Main Stakes Day, the shorts, uh, the T-Rays, and also the Bill Ritchie. At a minute to wait, we'll take a break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, we'll hear from Mark Van Gestel, Chairman of Stewards, as to how they might see this meeting today. Horses that might have been unlucky 
uh, in previous runs or have featured in their reports. And Brad Gray standing by with Ron Duffersy, Glenn Munsey to take us through all the Sydney form talk. A break and back with more. I reckon the best bit about running your own trades business is the late nights doing paperwork. You know who said that? No one, because no one likes f***ing paperwork. That's why I got Fergus to take care of it. Quoting, invoicing, job cards, scheduling, all that. Fergus sorts it. Thanks. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a $200 discount to get you started. The days are getting longer, the nights are getting warmer. Spring racing has arrived. This year, Queensland takes centre stage for six thrilling weeks of spring racing action. Check out everything you need to know at racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. The all-new Nissan Qashqai, X-Trail and Pathfinder arrive in Australia soon. Demand for these all-new SUVs is high, so visit your Nissan dealer today to place your order. Be there for the golden day of Sydney Everest Carnival, where Group 1 racing reigns. Feast on irresistible food and VIP views at the new All-Star Sports Bar. Feel your pulse race as the million-dollar Shandon Golden Rose Stakes champion is crowned. Then see the footy season out in style with the AFL Grand Final broadcast live on track. Shandon Golden Rose Day, where stories are made. Saturday, September 24th, Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price, guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Supply gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. The Racing League are off to a fly with 14 wins from 12 runners to the track. And today, TRL has Lethal Thoughts contesting the Caulfield Guineas Prelude. Trained by Kieran May, Lethal Thoughts is still a cult and a son of So You Think. So if he can win the Guineas, he could be worth millions. The amazing thing is you can still buy into Lethal Thoughts as part of the Victorian Hustlers team. This truly is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Buy now and have a runner this afternoon. How good. Own your share in Lethal Thoughts for just $260 and then $20 a month to cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net, AFSL licence number 223671. Bring on a massive day of racing at Ramwick today. It's a big day for all participants, including the stewards, who I'm sure are keen to get out there and um, uh, see what eventuates. Chairman of Stewards is Mark Van Gestel. Good morning to you, Mark. Morning, Richard. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Day one of the Sydney Everest Carnival. Feels like it's been going for a couple of weeks already, though, Mark. No, certainly feels that way. We've had some great racing over the, the last uh, month or so and uh, continues today and, uh, and looking forward to uh, some really nice horses stepping out. Yeah, I want uh, uh, safe racing as well. I mean, on, on days like this, you, you don't need to go into the jockey's room and talk to the men and women too much. I mean, they know uh, their requirements. And, I mean, how, how do you start the day? No, it's uh, business as usual, pretty much. Um, the jockeys know what the, the rules are and uh, what our requirements are. And, you know, we're so fortunate here in Sydney to have the, the skilled riders that we do have here. And, uh, look, we'll, we'll just um, play it as a, a usual day. 
some big horses racing today. Any names you'd like to let listeners know about? Um, look, in the midway race to the number seven Diamond Diesel from Rosehill on the 27th of August, it form shows it did finish 10th behind Noble Soldier, but look, it didn't really have to clear running in the early stages of the straight and uh, didn't uh, was able to be tested until about the 200 metres. And then again, over the concluding stages, was also held up and uh, it's one that should have finished closer at its last start. Um, take it into race uh, seven, um, the George Main and number 10 Hinge. I thought when it was first up in the Wink State, it was worth a mention, finished fifth behind Animo. But just between the 350 and the 250 metres, it did have um, difficulty securing clear running. Um, was then steadied and shifted to the outside, where it did run on uh, reasonably well. Um, as I said, uh, finishing fifth behind Animo, it's had a, a trial since. And the final one to mention in race nine, um, the Kingston Town Stakes, number 12, Surefire, finished fifth behind Knight's Order in the Chelmsford. But... It just uh, was a little slow away. It settled further back than was anticipated. And, but James McDonald said it just never handled the heavy track conditions at all. Um, back on a firmer surface today, I would expect it could improve also. Good on you, Mark. Thanks for joining us on Race Morning as always. Have a good day. Thank you. Good on you, Mark. Van Gestel, Chairman of Stewards, for not much longer. He'll be heading off to Hong Kong to uh, officiate there. We, of course, we wish him all the best of luck with that move. But um, always good to have Mark on race morning speaking. That hinged. I did form on extra last night. I know uh, Nick Burney at the table was uh, making a, a nice case for hinged. And I wonder whether she appears in the tips and selections for Ron and Brad. Five minutes past eight. Let's get stuck into a, a tremendous meeting. Uh, Ron. Welcome back, keen to dissect a, a meeting that hopefully, who knows, we might get to a, a soft six in a run in the later, but we'll let that uh, play out, I suppose. Yeah, it looks to be big, some big market changes, obviously, with a few scratchings and things are t- starting to take a bit of shape. So looking forward to the chat this morning. A man who's keen to rip in, I'm sure, is Brad Gray. Brad, good morning to you. Good morning, Hainsey, Duff, Munns and all the listeners out there. 100% right. If you're not keen to rip in on a day like this and there's something wrong, you're probably in the wrong game, are you? But intriguing days racing. Munns will touch more on it uh, as we go throughout the morning. But a couple of these markets have changed somewhat and punters seem to be pretty happy to play at the top end. But even a couple of speed maps today, I would have thought, for open for interpretation. So as we go right through the card, there are little opportunities throughout and... As I say, fascinating to see how it all unfolds. And offering the best prices around right throughout the day, no doubt, is the tab. And that means it's good morning to Glenn Munsey. Hello, Munz. G'day, Richard. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning to Ronnie. Good morning to Brad and everyone tuned in. Jeez, uh, yeah. Uh, you get a beautiful day weather-wise and a great uh, range of uh, races to get to, to look at, and you're going to learn something going forward. And you've been saying it all morning, Richard. It's quite strange to think that this is the opening day of the Everest Carnival. Uh, what's happened in the last month? <laughs> no, it's just, um, yeah, it's been outstanding. And uh, today should be no different. And what has business been like months, I suppose, with Zaki come out and that kind of thing and markets change and whatever happens, but Punter's been keen to play during the week? Uh, um, well, typically, Richard, when you, when you look at it, the markets go up Wednesday. Always a busy day Wednesday. Right, because everyone's saying, oh, you put up the wrong price, this and whatever like that. Or Wednesday's always busy. It tends to, you know, flatten out a bit Thursday. 
Friday morning, not as much activity, but after lunchtime on Friday, that's when it starts to rev up again. People that are at home and, and they're concentrating. You know, the, the Wednesday punters are your, your hard-nosed professionals that can press a button uh, after acceptance has come out and spit out a, a set of rated prices, and that's what they're betting to. Uh, but your, your punters that are, you know, your, your weekend Saturday punters, they, they haven't got the time to be doing those sort of things. So fr- after Friday lunch and Friday night, uh, that's when they start to focus on what's happening for them on Saturday and then you get to Saturday morning, well, it's handlebars down and away we go and the more you bet, the more you win. Let's do that. Let's get stuck in. First of 10 races at Randwick today. We get going at 20 minutes to midday and we start with the Tab Highway and Munns this week we'll have a Class 3 at the 1,000 metres. Had Danny Williams on before 7 o'clock. He's hoping for good things from Prince Nakoni. Where's he in the market? And I suppose staying with Stephen Jones just settles up two nice hopes. Yeah, well... Um don't usually get highway runners as short as this, Richard, but our, our toppy and favourite is Shellstar, a $3.60 chance. Well, it was $6 yesterday and $3.30 earlier this morning, so great to see Edward Scissorhands has been in the office again overnight. Uh, $3.60, your favourite Shellstar. We've got limited reality. Now, a late gear change here. Uh, Ronnie and Brad don't have it in their numbers, I don't think, but the bar plates go on the front, and it's a $7.50 chance. Ezekiel is a scratching no deduction. Prince Nakoni for Danny Williams there is a $7 chance. Proverbial at $21. Zoom outcome at $26. Bold offer is out. One set the win and nothing the place. Casino Lord with the winkers on at $21. Lamelody is out. No deduction. Polylithic with the earmuffs pre-race at $19. I'm not slew is out. One cent the win and nothing the place. Very sharp with a tongue tie on at 51. Monte Di Fiore is out, no deduction. Salire, uh, Anthony Mann should have something on that, cruising round Italy. Uh, it's a $31 pop. Ostracised is out, no deduction. Custo, uh, James McDonald at this stage, one kilo over, and it is a $4.20 chance. And we go to Princess Spice for Tash Burley. It's a 201 chance. Robage at $16. Hearn Courts a $61 pop. And Feel the Night with the earmuffs off. And I haven't got a rider for it at the moment, but I'm doing something else. It is a $12 chance. Righto. Big field, 1,000 metres. Let them fly. Uh, most popular runner is the favourite here, Shell Star. As I said, it was $6 and into as short as $3.30. Uh, and it's back out to $3.60 now. Uh, it's got double the investment on cut. Third pick is Prince Nakoni, then Proverbial and Casino Lord. Willie Pike, race one, number 20, feel the night. Willie Pike for your form guides. How's your map looking here, Braden, race one? Yeah, they should get along. 14 runners, 1,000 metres, highway. I've got Polyethic uh, leading from that gate. Pretty fast galloper. I think limited reality first up, 41 weeks, is just happy to take the trail. You've got some intent from the low draws there. Prince Maconi, albeit has to cope with 1,200 back to 1,000 metres. Princess Spice is a pretty speedy mare. And I expect a positive move early from Zoom out, Gundar. Yep, uh, hold your breath and charge here. Um, typical 1,000 metre highway, uh, survival of the fittest. Um, look, I'll, I'll go with this three-year-old, uh, Cousteau, with no confidence. I, I like what he's done, uh, savaging the line from the, uh, from the front of late. Uh, I know he's a three-year-old in his first racing preparation. It's not, a, not easy to do and there'll be plenty opposing him. Uh, but... Um, I'll lean his way to beat Shellstar, who sets up nicely from that good draw with the City midweek win. 
Uh, five proverbial could be the overs. She's an honest mare uh, who's capable of sprinting well fresh here, like she has done in the past. And Prince Nakoni, although back in distance, has got a fitness edge and he was terrific, although uh, favoured with the bias the other day. 16, 1, 5 and 4. One four five nineteen for me. I'm with Shellstar up the top. Uh, she's a pretty handy mare, isn't she? A record speaks for itself. Three wins from her four starts. And the last time we saw her out the races, she did win at midweek level and she beat Sneaky Page. And we've seen what Sneaky Page has done since. Now, she's obviously a mare with her niggles, given she was tipped out uh, thereafter. But if she's sound and well, as her recent Barrow suggests she is, uh, she sets up beautifully here. For Prince Nakoni, yes, does have to cope with that drop back in trip. And I tend to agree, was flooded by the way the track played there last time out. Uh, but he is up and running. He can make his own luck somewhere in that first couple, uh, and he'll hold his form. Five proverbial, very consistent mare, underrated mare. She'll just camp somewhere midfield and get her chance. And Hearn Court probably parks outside the back, but if these leaders overdo it, just look out late. One, four, five, and 19. Uh, Darren Flindell calls all the action today. Be with us for Behind the Gates after 10 o'clock. Any um, thoughts and comments for Darren you'd like him to talk about? Uh, that's your chance. But he's with number four here, Prince Nakoni. Um, Darren, four to beat 16 Custo, one shell star, and five proverbial. Four, 16, one, and five for Darren in race number one. Race two ramming today is the midway here, Muns. This week a class so a benchmark 72, and we're going over the miles. suspect we have another short price favourite here. Yeah, and if you're a Shell Star fan in the first, just hold your, just keep your powder dry because I think they've shown Edward the uh, the door of the office never to return again. Uh, because it's now out to three dollars and ninety cents. That was just completely unrealistic. The six dollars to three dollars thirty. So it's been three dollars thirty to three dollars ninety uh, this morning. Still retains favouritism, but it's out to more uh, realistic price anyway for uh, Shell Star in the first uh, market now on the second. We start with Zuda Moon here, who's a $7 chance. Oakfield Arrow at $17. Dick Whittington, blinkers on and the winkers off. It is a $31 chance. Navajo Peak, last start winner of a midway, but back in distance today at $8.50. Bubba, not there. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Mahagoni. $2.40, which is roughly about a hundredth of its price the other day. Uh, Diamond Diesel is a $15 chance. McCormack at $26. Chilled, Chilco Lake at $41. One more Sapphire at $14. Diva Bella, it scratched a scratch at Newcastle, I think, too, but it was in a couple of races up there. Two cents a win and nothing to place. Bella Violet is a $31 chance. Mike Rona, not there. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Loving Silla, a $31 pop. Herb or Herb with the nose roll off at $11. Dream Maiden is out, no deduction. We go to Sebring's Rose, who is a $34 chance. Pacific Warrior at 51. Essential Sky at 34. And Remus is not there. Uh, most popular runner, in fact, three and a half times the amount of money on Mahagoni than any other runner in the race here, uh, was $2.50 earlier today and has half the money invested on the race so far today. So $2.50 to $2.40 this morning. Three times as popular as Herb um, has been 12 into 11 this morning and Herb is just in front of one more Sapphire who's a $14 chance. Where do you want to see him mahogany in the run? Yeah, well, where do you want to see him? You want to see him hit the line in front. I don't think it really matters where he settles but I, from what I've seen of him in Australia and we've had four looks at him, Ainsy, 
I think he's more dynamic when he's ridden on the colder side, which I guess is a little query when you're taking $2.40. He's going to be in the second half of the field. So he'll be hoping that they keep each other honest up front. Uh, the likes of Zuda Moon won't be far away. Oakfield Arrow has Ellen Hennessy engaged, so I think they come across from the draw. Pacific Warrior can park up somewhere in behind, and I'd expect Navajo Peak uh, to come across from that wide gate as well. So although there'll be a bit happening in the first couple hundred metres, there is the chance for them to, to back off in the middle, which I guess it makes a little bit tricky. Thank you for Mahagoni here, Duff. Yep. Another thing we're working with today is this track. You know, soft seven, 5.82. Uh, we just got to just say, OK, that's what we're working with, a soft seven all day. We're going to get improvements all day. It's a tricky one to assess. Um, you know, that's that's probably the 5.82. Glenn has probably said, you know, right, right into that seven range, so it's going to have plenty of give out of it. I agree, Glenn. Yeah. So, uh, look, I... Yeah, sorry, guys. Th- uh, the last time we had a, something near a 5.82 on Everest Day last year, we had 5.72, albeit it's in October. Well, it's only a couple of weeks away. Uh, it started a soft seven with a 5.72 and finished a, a, a soft five by race five. The interesting point is the going stick here, which is the new... Um, thing, albeit the penetrometer has gone 5.94, 5.86, 5.82. The going stick's gone 7.9, 8.18.3. Now, on the 20th of August, the going stick was 8.5, and that track was rated a soft 5. Hmm. So we're not far away. Okay. So we won't panic and say we're going to work with a wet track all day because it's, it's important with this race, especially with a couple of runners. But I'm having a throw at the stumps here with her, but well, not so much of, more of a throw of the stumps now that he's only a 10 to 1 chance. Uh, he was 25 to 1 when I was thinking he's over the odds. That's his mark now. I, look, I'm, it's just a guess. I know he hasn't, he's all his form was at 1200 and he went to 1300 the other day. He looked a nice horse, I must say. And he had good support. So I think he, he gives me the impression he'll eat up a mile this horse and I'm just going to have a spec on him I can see Mahagoni, he's got all the form in the world uh, from his last run for a race like this and he will be hard to beat um, Zuda Moon is very much track related um, she likes it more the, the, you know, the dead range than the, the soft range and uh, she is very tough from the front here. And I'll throw in Diamond Diesel. He did start favourite in that lead-up last time and did have a few little excuses, and he's another one, nice horse. It interests me that move for one one more Sapphire as well, but I'm 15, uh, 15-6-1-7. and seven. 6, 15, 4 and 10 for me. Mahogany on top. It simply comes down to what price he's willing to take now. So $2.40, I think. He's getting on the skinny side, but his form speaks for itself, doesn't it? Running Waterford to a nose last start, that wins this. So he needs a bit of luck here. Running, uh, you've got the right man up top in James McDonald to get you through to the line. 15 Herb, I 100% agree, Duff. I love the way that he worked through the line there over the last 50 metres or so, over 1,300 metres last start. That gives the impression that he will get the mile, and if he does, uh, he's going to give this a shake. Four Navajo Peak, nothing wrong with his form. He's been up for a long time, but he's hard fit. I think he can cope with a, an aggressive ride from that wide gate. Did a really good job there last start in the context of going 13 to 1800 metres. So back to the mile, should be fine. And 10, one more Sapphire. I loved his run there first up, didn't have a lot of luck. Probably right in the finish uh, if he gets the splits at the right time. A little freshen up since, and his record over the mile is very strong. 6, 15, 4, and 10. Darren's numbers for the midway today. Uh, Darren Flindell is with number. 
10. One more Sapphire on top to beat 6 Mahogany. 15 Herb and 1 Zoo de Moon. 10, 6, 15 and 1 for Darren in race number 2. Race 3 is the Peachester Lodge Shootout Mile. 10 years since the good horse won the George Main Stakes with Hugh Bowman on board. And the Shootout Mile, a benchmark 88 at the mile, of course, Munns. Uh, Arctic Thunder comes out, leaves a field of 8. Yeah, no one used to call shootout better than Mark Sheen, the way he used to get shootout out uh, when he was uh, claiming them there. Uh, let's go to uh, the market here where Blazer Trail is a $6 chance. Kiss the Bride, last start winner at $6. Turn on the Charm is a $10 chance. Giannis at $10. Carp Fever's at $71. Arctic Thunder is a scratching, $0.11 cents a win and $0.11 cents to place the deduction there. Grace and Harmony, your favourite, at $3.50. Kaboche at $5.00. And Bazooka. Now, Tyler Schiller will only claim a half a kilo. And after last Saturday, so it's on the backup, went a bit keenly last Saturday. So David Payne's taken the blinkers off, uh, bringing it back in trip, and it's a $6 pop. Uh, most popular runner here, Grace and Harmony, already this morning, 360 to 350, has about half as much again as what Turn on the Charm has. Uh, well, it was 850, 950, 10. That's happened in the last 24 hours. Uh, third pick would be Kaboche, uh, who's a $5 chance unchanged this morning. Good race, Brad. How do they settle down? Yes, we still race this one. I've actually got Turn on the Charm leading. Uh, I know he found himself back in the ruck last time out, but he just began a touch awkwardly. So I think there'll be some intent early here to potentially take up the running. Kiss the Bride won't be too far away, and Blazer Trail can just follow them. Uh, I think Grace and Harmony, if you're looking for her, she'll be ridden more conservatively than what we saw last up because they said maybe they just dulled her finish, riding her a touch too close. Hello, Ronnie. Yeah, anything goes here. Um, I don't know what to think of what's going to happen in the run. I like the way Caboche is going. I really do. His first up run was a beauty. His trial was a cracker. Um, it's short of his best distance. Um, I was I was keen when you he said, I hope Chris lets me ride my race and go forward uh, with him. So that's, I don't know whether that'll happen. And then you listen to Chris Waller preview on the on the um, social media and he puts you off saying, oh, this is the run he's got to have for third up uh, because he's a stayer. But look, oh, he's well found in the market. I expected a better price, but I like him. I just, I was taken with that trial. Grace and Harmony. If we can just forget that run altogether the other day, which is hard to do, she'd win this race. Uh, maybe ridden too close last time, but uh, look, she's proven up to the past the mile, so she should be hard enough to beat if she's in form. Kiss the bride. Don't think there was any fluke in the last start improvement. And I'll throw in Bazooka just with that lightweight being very fit. But uh, I can make little cases. You know, Blazer Trail's weather-related. He's a dry tracker. you got Turn on the Charm, who looked big odds earlier in the week, but it's been adjusted. And even Giannis, if he put his best foot forward, would do something. But uh, I'll go with my gut feeling here. Eight, seven, two and nine. I'm seven, three, two and nine. I'm going to give Grayson Harmony the benefit of the doubt last... Uh, yeah... She was terribly plain and she was hard in the market. Good horses, one bad run, and I think she was ridden too close and coupled that with the fact she was so good there first up after a lengthy spell, maybe that just saw her flatten off and touch their second up. So if she finds her first up form where she really savaged the line, uh, this is her right grade to, to bounce back in. Three, turn on the charm. That was more so on the edge in the market that we were getting earlier in the week. That's completely gone.
now because I thought there's a chance he gets complete control in this, which does make him dangerous. With Tim Clark in the saddle and then improving track is key to his chances. Two kids, the bride can hold the form now that he's found it again. And nine bazooka gets in light here with the 51 kilos. Seven, three, two, and nine. Okay, seven, three, two, and nine for Brad there in race number three. Darren's numbers here for the uh, for the Peachester Lodge shootout mile. Eight kibosh to beat two kiss the bride, seven Grace and Harmony, and one Blazer Trail. Eight, two, seven, and one for Darren in race number three. On a race four at Ramwick today, going through this George Main Stakes meeting, and race four is the Agency Real Estate Handicap, and Mund will have a benchmark 78 here. Some pretty promising types going over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, if you like your tomato sauce, you're going to like this race. Uh, War Eternal is an $11 chance. Equation is out. Two cents a win and nothing to place. I think it's in, in Melbourne tomorrow. Uh, Silent Impact at $6.50. Super Giant at $81. Easy Campisi at $21. Honey Creeper returning to the track today is a $19 chance. Fine Point is not there. Eight cents a win and nine cents a place. Ita at $17. Greek Hero at $61. Mamunia returning today with the synth Hook filler off, and she's a $23 chance. Root is not there. Roots, uh, seven cents a win and eight cents a place. The deductions for it. Levazia at $19. Arnold is a dollar sixty-five. Thank you very much. Syndicato with the nose roll off at forty-one. Air to wear is out, no deduction. And Stray returning as a nineteen-dollar pop. Uh, well, easily best supported runner here, Arnold. Uh, well, he went up two dollars thirty, uh, but his two stable mates that were in the market have both come out. But uh, um, he was a uh, dollar eighty-five last night. He's been a dollar seventy this morning. Dollar seventy to a dollar sixty-five has roughly four and a half times the amount of money on War Eternal, who it went up as much as $41, but uh, you've got the scratchings to contend with there. Third pick would be Ita, and fourth pick would be the bottom one, uh, Richard's uh, horse, Stray. <laughs> Trolled okay during the week. Um, Brad, Arnold, we were there the other day, he sort of found his feet and steamed home. What happens today? Yeah, I think he's probably drawn the perfect gate. Uh, just to have a look early, ultimately he'll find himself somewhere midfield. Just peel out, plenty of room to click through his gears and give him his chance. But you'll have Easy Campisi, I expect, lead this field. Silent Impact, probably on its shoulder. Stray comes across from the wide gate. And then you've got the likes of War Eternal and Supergiant just parking in behind the speed here, Duff. Uh, yep. Oh, boy, $1.65. Um, I love the horse, but no way in the wide world I thought he'd come to a Saturday race and be $1.65. Anyway, I'm tipping him. Um, won't be backing him, but I'm tipping him. He stays at 1400 is the main concern for me. But he looks a talent, and he should. He looks one of those horses that'll just charge through his classes. So, um, good test for him today. But I think he'll just get away. I think he'll get away with it. Um, I like a few out in the market here. Um, not so much now with War Eternal. Um, it was just, we all saw he was in the worst part of the track the other day and he, he could improve up in distance here um, with a claim this time. He didn't have the claim last time. And these, these couple down the way, let's have a look at this horse's trial, Syndicato, a 40 to 1 mm. chance here. Uh, he, he really savaged the line the last 50, 80 metres in that trial and he looked, look, he, he showed good promise in New Zealand. He's done absolutely zero. Doing That's things the horse wrong. that I think bolted its first start here yeah, in Australia. Yeah, it was a, a lunatic. Tommy Berry at Rose yeah, Hill. And there was, was a, a late scratching at Canterbury on a Friday night when the track was heavy. Yeah, so 
there's something there if they've got into his head, but uh, I, I really like that trial. And as I did like the trial with Stray, um, she just was out the back and just steamed home down the middle in the, her trial as well. So I thought they had two good long shots, or three good long shots behind the favourite, uh, but I think he has to be on top. 13-1, 14-16. I'm going to go with War Eternal here at the odds. Now, the price is long gone, uh, but I think $10, $11, that's still fair enough. Uh, you go back to his second up run, last preparation, and he put a very similar field to away. Uh, he put him to the sword, actually. The Daj run was in it, and Tamerlane may have run second. So if he runs up to that, that makes him hard enough to beat. Then third up, uh, he wasn't beaten all that far in the Randwick Guineas, so he's got a bit of class, this horse. And as Duff alluded to, it was a complete forget there first up. That's why the market completely brushed him uh, but there were reasons for that failure worst part of the track 1200 meters too short bottomless um, surface and he had plenty of weight 13 Arnold yes I can see why he's hard to beat uh, he's gonna keep going through the grades he's a lot better than benchmark 78 company but you're taking a, a very skinny price to find out eight Ita, uh, she comes through that same race as war eternal and I like the way that she scooted through the ground there to get to the line late. Her second up record is strong. Uh, if she can use that low draw to park up a little bit closer today, she's going to be finishing off well and will give a silent impact the benefit of the doubt after a poor showing first up. But he was hard in the market and a dry service today can see him bounce back. One thirteen, eight and 3 Okay, uh, looking at Darren Flindell's numbers for race number four at Ramwick today. And uh, Darren has gone the way of 13 Arnold to beat one War Eternal. 16 Stray gets a run for Darren there and number eight Isa. So 13, 1, 16 and 8 uh, for race number four. Race five, the first of our features today, Munns, is the Bill Ritchie Handicap. Group three, 1,400 metres. Blazer Trail character, the front man, not there. It's a, a field of seven and uh, some quality engaged here. How's the market? Yes, and all eyes on the toppy here. Top ranked returning to the track today. It's a $6.50 chance. Purple sector. Now, James McDonald at this stage, one kilo over. It's a $10 chance and uh, was scratched from Newcastle yesterday. Blazer Trail is out. Uh, two cents a winner, nothing. The place runs earlier. Paternal returning today at $17. Cross Talk, another one scratched from Newcastle. Runs here, $2.70 and favourite. Character ran yesterday at Newcastle. It's out. Three cents a win and two cents a place. Oprah President, now under the care of Bjorn Baker. Get ready. Blindfold on. Earmuffs pre-race on. Barrier blanket comes off. And the cross nose band comes off. And it's a $3.40 chance. Ranch hand at $11. And Lakeen at $8.50. The frontman outran yesterday. No deduction for it. Uh, most popular runner here. What have we got? Uh, this is a new market that went up uh, when uh, Character and that came out yesterday. And since that point in time, the most popular runner is Crosstalk over O President and then topped rank. Uh, in the old market, it was the site no it was uh, cross talk over o president and then ranch hand and i think if this track dries out you'll see o president drifting be fairly shocked if o president isn't in the red colors here on the racing and sports speed map that our central viewers can have a look at here brad yeah that's right Hans. the only gear change that mine's got to mention was the jet pack the jet pack going on after his recent barrier trail 13 lengths if you don't mind so i imagine a lot changes here. He'll be ridden aggressively, ridden for speed. Crosstalk will keep him busy up front. We have seen a little bit of versatility from Crosstalk in the past to say that if O President wants to go handlebars down, he'll be happy just to jump into the slipstream. Purple Sector not far away. And Lacane, I expect, just to be in that second pairing as well, Duff. 
Uh, yep, a tricky little race. Um, hard to line up as far as the trials are concerned and what, a few other things. And I'm keeping top ranked. I'd like a, a little bit more confidence around town about him, I must say. Um, look, five of his six wins have been first up. And everything sounds like Newey was worried about the second trial. Uh, so... Yep, I still want to go with him because he's a he's a racehorse. He, he hopefully just knows when it's race day, and if he finds, you know, seventy or eighty percent of his real form, he'll, he'll just about win this race. That's what I say. Um, Crosstalk's got a very good chance. Freshen back to fourteen hundred. Oh, president. Well, if you just want to trust the trials more so than race form, yep, I get. He has the flashing light on him, and Lakeen sets up nicely here, and is nice and fresh. And I, look, I see I can think paternal sprint well fresh, and the money says well. The adjustment says ranch handle improved, but I'm going to go with one one five seven and nine. I've gone seven five eight and one here. Seven O president on top. Um, when I first did the form for this race, I would have thought the cross talk was going Newcastle. So that's good. My news. Is crucial for him, so just monitor the rating uh, as we get to race five there. But he's right, he's the writing's on the wall from his trials. He's ready to go, he's tuned up. Catch me if you can. Five cross talk, hard to knock. Uh, he's in a really good space at the moment, working his way through the grades. Eight ranch hand. I can see why there has been a little nibble of support for this galloper. He had form through the, the top three-year-old races. Last preparation, a complete forgive there first up at the Valley where he half missed the start. He got out the back and never really had the handbrake off in the straight. So I think he's well-placed here to bounce back, albeit he will get out the back. Small field maybe negates that to some extent and the class of top ranked will see him run well. Seven, five, eight and one. Good race, good Bill Ritchie and uh, Darren Flindell. The way he sees the Bill Ritchie is that uh, he thinks the number one top ranked will be winning. Best bet of the day. Very keen. I'm pretty sure he's, um, that's his behind the gates multi-horse today. Top ranked as well. Darren on top. One a special to beat. Seven, eight, president. Nine, Lakeen. And five, crosstalk. One, seven, nine and five for Darren in race five. Race six at Ramwick today is the Darley T-Rose Stakes. The Darley Princess Series continues here. And Munns, uh, some of these girls get together again for a clash in a group two set weights, 1,400 metres. Yeah, and just back to our president, I made a mistake there. It's not brow band off. It's not barrier blanket off, it's brow band off. Uh, so in the T-Rose here, uh, North Star Lass, uh, support for it this morning, uh, $5 into $4.40 so far this morning. We've got Wolverine at seven fifty. Paris Dior out, it's running next Saturday in the Golden Rose. Ten cents a win and ten cents a place, a $21 chance in the Golden Rose next week. Wollinga Beast at $7. Zoo Gotcha, here's your tomato sauce again, $1.85, thank you very much. What? Seven veils at $26. Russian Conquest is out. Four cents a win and four cents a place. Grace's Secret, 51. Pantanario at 31. Madame Pomery at 41. Celestial Spirit out, no deduction. Renaissance Woman, 81. Ningaloo Star, 71. And Byron Bell is a $71 chance. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, $2 into a $1.80, now back to $2. So it could get, they get Edward out of the office, please. What's um, going on in there? Yeah, what is I don't going know. On? But, they want to uh, stop people from going to races today. You know, they're fair income. And, and the other thing is they made North Star last $4 as well. 
at the same point in time. So North Star Lass this morning has been $5 into $4. Zoo Gotcha has been $2 into $1.85 back to $2. Um, Wolverine's been $6.50 to $7.50. Willinga Beast $5.50 to $7. Seven Vales $18 to $21. And then you get, well, Grace's Secret Firm, $61 to $51. Pantanario's $23 to $26. Madame Pomery's $26 to $34. Renaissance Woman, $51 to $61. Ningaloo Stars, $61 to $71. And Byron Bell's $126 to $71. What is going on? Um, most popular runner is Zoo Gotcha. And it is five times as popular as North Star Lass. And then you'll have Pantanario ahead of Willinga Beast. Suppose um, speed-wise, North Star Lass, uh, the Tullock Lodge filly, one of two, she'll be up there somewhere. She certainly will. She looks the leader, um, doesn't she? I think the stalemate just takes the trail in behind Pantanario. Willinga Beast won't be far away. Byron Bell was ridden close, albeit in easier grade last start, set outside the lead. There might be some intent with Ford and Zugotcha. If you're looking for her, she'll just be in behind the speed and get every chance from there. Uh, yep. Uh, I've got her on top. She's very hard to beat, but um, $2 is rock bottom. Um, you know, 1,400 metres now with a break between runs. Uh, I know she's had the trial, but, yeah, look, I think she'll be hard to beat. Uh, I think that coffee van must have pulled up out the front there at uh, Tab headquarters and they're just having a 20-minute rest or something. But I'll be checking <laughs> what sort of sugar they're putting in the coffee. <laughs> uh, North Star Lass, she's tough, she's genuine. Had the best of the bias the other day, but how do we penalise that? I don't know. Uh, Willinga Beast, would she have beaten North Star Lass if she had the inside running? I don't know. And the one I'm... Um, one horse I'm, I'm keen to look at all day here is Wolverine. It was like a little podgy goat there the other day, a mountain goat. Um, if she's come on, she is a big, big improver. Five, one, four, and two. Exactly the same numbers for me here. Five, one, four, and two. Five, Zoo Gotcha. She picks herself, doesn't she? Now the market has really gravitated towards her. Um, a, sport, a form speaks for itself. First up there, she beat In Secret and North Star Lass, so you don't need to say anything more than that. One North Star Lass, she shapes like she'll relish the 1,400 metres. I thought the best part of that win last start was just the last 50 metres, so she sets up beautifully here. Out to the 1,400 metres. Third up, four, Willinga Beast. Well, if you like North Star Lass, you have to like Willinga Beast. Now, will she relish the 1,400 metres like North Star Lass will? That's the query. Uh, and then Wolverine, the best of the rest. She's the one. I think a lot of people expect her to have the flashing light uh, as we march towards the flight stakes out to the mile. Five, one, four, and two. If she wins Wolverine, Ronnie, we might um, clip it up again. Podgy mountain goat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't stick. It won't stick if she wins. You'll be a good don't, don't worry, Ronnie. She's there's, a only six, there's only about 600 people own it, so don't... don't oh, God. God, I should have thought... But she's a beautiful she's a beautiful <laughs> podgy mountain goat, Ron. She's a beautiful... She's a lovely girl. Yeah. If you like goats. You know, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, looking at... Um, Sometimes you can pick on the wrong horse. <laughs> 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 We've got your back, Ronnie, kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, let's look at um, Darren's numbers here. He's with number five, Z Gotcha to beat one num uh, number one, North Star Lass. Two, Wolverine, and good on you, Darren. Renaissance woman, he puts in for fourth. Oh, I like this filly, Ronnie. I, I know she's big odds, but anyway. 1,400 metres today. Yeah. It's not 2,000 metres yet. No, I know. No, I know. Anyway. <laughs>
five, one, two, and twelve. Um, we'll see how Renaissance Woman goes. A big odds in uh, in that T Row stakes today. Twenty four hour fall cover for twenty four hours a day. Peace of mind. No excess on life saving surgery claims. Agreed value. Fall rate guarantee and the optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yielding sales, all with guaranteed renewal, a clause pioneered by HQ. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Wayne and Dean, be insure, insure with HQ. 22 minutes to nine, this is Racing HQ Saturday. We'll take a break. On the other side, we come back with a good look at the George Main Stakes, the Shorts, the Kingston Town, and a pretty easy benchmark 88 to finish off the day. Breaking back with more. Introducing the all-new Kia Niro, available as a hybrid or full electric model. This SUV is smarter than your average car, featuring Kia Connect technology. Take control of your Niro with your smartphone. Cold out? Turn up the heat before you get in. Forgot where you parked? Relax. The app will lead the way. The all-new Kia Niro in hybrid or all-electric. It's smarter than your average car. Kia. Movement that inspires. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. Queensland is racing, pacing and chasing for pink this September. The Gold Coast Turf Club's Pink Ribbon Cup race day is expanding. For the first time in 2022, Pink Ribbon Race Week events will run September 15 and 17 across three codes of racing. Alongside the coast, Albion Park will play host to Thursday night's Greyhounds and Saturday's Harness editions of the Pink Ribbon Cup. For more details, check out racingqueensland.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. It's all the game. The renowned Big Sports Breakfast Grand Final Lunch. This year, Clarky, Loz, Jamie and yours truly, Jared Middleton, are heading to the Grand Pavilion at Rose Hill Racecourse, Wednesday, September 28th, where the midweek Rose Hill races will be in full swing. Don't miss an afternoon of big laughs, good food and even better company as you mingle with NRL and racing royalty. And of course, you may even get a winner or two with help from our Sky Racing tipsters. Plus, we'll preview Saturday Tab Epsom Day. Get your tickets now at australianturfclub.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. The Racing League are off to a flyer with uh, 14 wins from 12 runners to the track. And today, TRL has Lethal Thoughts contesting the Caulfield Guineas Prelude. Trained by Kieran Ma, Lethal Thoughts is still a cult and the son of So You Think. So if he can win the Guineas, he could be worth a mint. The amazing thing is you can still buy into Lethal Thoughts as part of the Victorian Hustlers team. This truly once-in-a-lifetime opportunity is your chance to buy now and have a runner this afternoon. Own your share of Lethal Thoughts for just $260 and then $20 a month to cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net, AFSL licence number 223671. Let's dive into the quaddy here and we start with Ramwick race number seven. It is the Fujitsu General George Main Stakes, Group 1 Wait for Age at the Mile 
Animo. Uh, Muns, talk to us about Animo. Rightio, we'll start with Zaki. If you're on it, you get a uh, deduction there of 23 cents to win and 16 cents to place. If you're back to final field, you're getting a refund. Maximal with the winkers off today at $51. Animo, favourite at $1.60. Converge at $21. Profondo at $14. Jewess at $14. Montefilia at $19. Ice Bath, Tommy Berry, the rider there at $18. Fan Girl at $6.50. And hinged with the blinkers on today is an $11 chance. Uh, well, Zaki not there. He's got six times the amount of money on himself, Animo. He did get into as short as $1.50 yesterday. He's $1.60 now. Uh, second pick is Fangirl. She's been $6.50 basically uh, since Zaki came out. And they're a very, very long way ahead of the rest. Hinge is actually the third pick. Uh, and there's a, an unabashed uh, Huey Bowman fan. He's just had, how much is that? Is it $550 on Huey Bowman in the Jockey's Challenge, who rides Fangirl here? Yeah, $555 on Huey Bowman in the Jockey's Challenge at $26. He's taking on J-Mac, who's $1.06 out to $1.08. Good luck to him, or them. Good luck to them. Um, the map here in the George Mayan, Brad. Yes, well, where do we start with the map here? So we've lost Zaki and we've lost our leader, Hinged. Blinkers barrier one. Maybe they see an opportunity to put her right on top of the speed here. Profondo can be handy. Uh, we've seen him lead in the past, but it hasn't necessarily been his go. And Animo, I guess, he slides forward and finds himself maybe outside of Hinged or maybe even in front. So listening to Adrian Bott this morning, uh, the big takeaway there with Converge guys was that they're like to go back and ride him on the conservative side and let him hit the line. So there's every chance that a few of these jockeys are just looking at each other in the first couple of hundred metres, Duck. Yep, and um, the old saying, does he ride a good thing like a good thing um, mm. with, with animos? I don't know, but he doesn't make too many mistakes. Um, look, I, I just... Uh, with, with that situation with Converge, um, I just can't see them hunting up Profondo with all the work that they've done with him to try and get him to settle. I can't see Chris being too... He'd be ag aggressive to a certain extent with Hinge, but he's not the style to... Uh, get into a speed battle early. I think they'll be happy to take third defence with her, you know, and then where else do you want to look? So, I, look, I'm tipping Animo. Love the horse. He's the best horse in the race. And he just needs a good ride. Simple. Um, Hinged is the one I'm wary of the most because there's more intent with her, especially from an inside draw with blinkers. At a mile, second up, ideal, Jari on the track, perfect. She gets a lot of ticks here today. Fangirl has just come up beautifully and is right on target for the Epsom. And Profondo is a big improver if we get to a five and a half or a, you know a, a soft five and a half i think he's a a bit of a threat then he's he's um total forgive on the heavy the other day and his first up run you know a length and a half off animo was a ripper three ten nine and five three ten nine and four for me animo on top of the market of course as he's hard to beat he is uh, it's going to be a tactical race and i do expect james mcdonald to, to ride him positive and and as Duff referenced, just riding like the best horse in the race, take, take bad luck out of the equation. Ten hinged, she will, will run well. Uh, she put the riding on the wall there first up that she's returned in really good order. She just hit a bit of a flat spot there, didn't she, at the 400, 500 metre mark, but then was coming again through the line. So the shade's going on. Can negate that? 
Fangirl is dangerous because if this race does become really tactical and it turns into a sprint home, we know she has that turn of acceleration. Just stalking the speed, uh, she gets her chance here to cause some kind of mini upset, but obviously the, the Epsom is her grand final. I expect her to, to potentially firm up even further in that race. And will that converge to bounce back? He's too good of a horse to... Fit to just completely brush after one run there on a very heavy track. He'll get out the back and that's how he generally does his best work. So three, ten, nine and four. Darren's numbers in uh, our big group one of the day, George Main Stakes, and uh, Darren is with number nine, Fangirl, to beat three, Animo, ten, Hinged, and five, Profondo. Nine, three, ten and five for Darren in race number seven. Race eight, the Bowman Shorts, set weights and penalties, group two, 1,100 metres, a million dollars up for grabs. Munns, where do we start? Yeah, and if you're playing the drinking game, you can have a drink, uh, a mini Everest. Uh, right up. Uh, Nature Strip here is a $2.20 favourite over Eduardo at $4. Mars Crusader at $21. Marzu, the pacifiers come off, which is interesting uh, for Marzu, and he's a $7 chance. Shelby 66 with the synthetical filler off, and a great quick Richard, as you know, our listeners are our best researchers. And what a great question that was this morning from a listener regarding the naming of Shelby 66. That is a question that has never been asked of Danny Williams, how it got its name for the car racing fans. Uh, Carol Shelby was the man's name. Uh, so um, that's Shelby 66 and it's a $71 chance. Classic Legend uh, at $15. Overpass uh, with the earmuffs pre-race at $16. Lost and Running is a $10 chance. Athelric at $51. Andermatt is a $34 chance. Handle the Truth at $126. Rocketing by, well, geez, it's a firm this morning, uh, $101 in from $251. And Anathol with the tongue tie off and the visor off, another firm, $251 into $151. Um, he's the most popular runner, Nature Strip here. Uh, at his best, $280, $210 at his lowest. He's now $220. He's um, three and a half times as popular as Eduardo. $450 at its best, all in. $4 is the best final field price given about it. And third pick is Marzu. He has been 750 back into seven this morning. No messing around in the shorts, Brad. No, no. The 11th time the Nature Strip and Eduardo clash. And I think the first 400 metres with them is always just as interesting and just as fascinating as the last 400 metres. And it's going to be the same again this week. Does James McDonald come out aggressive enough just to keep his nose in a position where Eduardo finds it hard enough to cross? And then you throw overpass into the mix who is going to be revved up and ready to go whether he's got the tactical speed to get across eduardo and nature strip probably seems unlikely but he is going to be ridden with intent i imagine so really interesting first couple hundred meters here duff yeah i don't know what to think of it i don't know what to think of it you know with a semi-final more or less um about intent and um what's going to happen who's going to push the button first who's going to want to take a sit um, yeah, it's an intriguing race. I think Nature Strip is in great order. I think he's hard enough to beat. Eduardo's got the run under his belt. We know his credentials. Mizzou is the interesting one. Um, he was nurtured right through to that group, one in the Doombin 10,000, and now he's a more mature four-year-old who's had a nice little grounding. Um, who knows what he could do, just uh, with no pressure on him sitting behind the, the, the first few here and I'll throw in Lost and Running and um, he sounded pretty confident he's going to run really well uh, this morning and he's the trial suggests so too. One, two, four and eight.
214 and 6 for me. I'm with Eddie. The odds make me lean his way. Uh, he's got the run under the belt. He'll go forward. He'll turn it into a dogfight. And we know over 11 and 1,000 metres, he's a very, very hard horse to beat. One nature strip, no, he'll run well. He's the best sprinter in the country, best sprinter in the world, isn't he? It's just whether you want to take the $2.20 about him in a semi-final. That's always a little bit dangerous, but his class is going to seem right in the finish regardless. For Marzu, a bit of a D-day for him to see where he measures up against the big boys, but he gets a beautiful setup. Just camping in behind the speed, couple of lovely trials, I think the sting out of the ground is perfect and the 1100 metres sets up well and six classic legend. Can't wait to see the big grey in the yard. Um, I don't think he could win this race, he wouldn't be forward enough, but I expect him to just serve a little reminder uh, that he'll be there in a month's time, two, one, four and six. What a race it's going to be and uh, Darren has uh, the honour of calling the Bowman shorts and Darren will be hoping that number three, Mask Crusader, can steam home over the top. Gents, from one nature strip, two, Eduardo, four, Marzu, three, one, two, four. Did you have much of a look at Mask Crusader, uh, yeah, the drier the better, and it, it all comes down to uh, pattern. If you can swoop down the middle, which uh, Ramwick when the rail's normal, when it's soft, you can do. So you'll know more about his chances about race six, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, if there's a pattern to say, look, no disadvantage coming from behind today, uh, he'll be starting um, a lot shorter than a 20 to 1 chance. Yeah. It'll be interesting if Darren, after his choice of attire for Democracy Manifest on Wednesday, whether he dons the shorts to call the shorts here. He, he seems to be well, now, you know, be. a social media sort of, you know, you know, star and wants to get involved in this, so he well, could don the shorts. Oh, I was going to say, a Crusader. Yeah, nothing would... He could put the pirate suit on or something and... <laughs> Well, you, yeah, you never know. You never know what Darren... I'll put it, I'll put it to him at 10 o'clock and see if he has a wardrobe change handy. I'll, I'll ask him. Anyway, let's get on to uh, the Kingston... Well, he doesn't have far to go to get one. <laughs> <laughs> no, quite right. Uh, the Kingston Town Stakesman's um, race number nine here, the Furphy Kingston Town. 2,000 metres, the journey here at Group 3 level. I'm sure plenty will want to be with Benno today. What's the market saying? Well, the market says Knight's Order, first of all. Uh, the last start winner of the Chelmsford is a $4.60 chance. Kukaracha at $41. Stockman is a $13 chance. Elephant is not there. Two cents a win and one cent the place of deductions. No compromise at 14 Gold Trip not there. It's in Melbourne. The deduction, 14 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Allegron is an $11 chance. Crystal Pegasus is not there. It's in Melbourne. One cent the win and nothing the place. Benno is our favourite at $2.80. Sacramento outran yesterday, no deduction. Angel of Truth, 34. Shawfire, $4.20. Elias at $21. And Francesco Guardi is a $19 pop. Most popular runner is Benno, but he's not, he's not a long way ahead of Knight's Order here. And... Uh, both of them uh, unchanged at their prices this morning. And then third pick uh, is Shawfire, who's gone four out to 4.20 this morning. Uh, but dribs and drabs of money for Kukaracha, Stockman, and the bottom two as well, Alias and Francesco Guardi. How's your map looking now, Brad? Uh, Knight's Order, Angel of Truth, no compromise, not too far away. Benno, you'd hope that he can settle in front of a few that like to find their feet in the early stages here, Duff. Yeah, I would. And I'm terrified with uh, Adrian saying we'll take a sip with uh, Knight's Order today. Where does yeah, that leave? Strange one. Uh, anyway, we'll see how that unfolds. Because uh, well, I can't find any. Maybe Angel of Truth, the only other one I could find going forward and with any intent here. Anyway, um, 
I think we're going to get better than 280. There's other options here, you know. But I like him. I, I think he's the gamble of the day. 280s, I was expecting better, and I think it might get better. Um, surefire, total forgive the other day on that track, but just the plain facts were better. was a better run than him. Um, he, he surged away from him in the last bit, but that's on heavy going, mind you. Uh, no compromise. Well, here's the overs. He's... What you see is what you get. He's just going to plonk himself there and run his usual genuine race. And I know he's out of his grade here, but uh, this horse was enormous the other day, Elias, and he might have a little sneaky chance. 9, 12, 5 and 13. Well, you've got to spot the 13, Elias, as well. Uh, I think he can, he can run a little bit of a cheeky race. I've got him in fourth pick. I've got 9, 1, 12 and 13. 9, Benno, he's been fantastic in his two runs to date. Nobody's missed him. The market hasn't missed him. His favourite in the Metrop, and I expect him to stamp that further today. One night's order. Well, how flattered was he first up? The fact that he's never won uh, below 2,000 metres in the past probably flags that he's returned particularly well. 12, surefire, complete forget the other day. I thought he did a good job to stick to his task and, and get as close as he did, given the circumstances that were against. And 13, alias, 9, 1, 12 and 13. Numbers for Darren in uh, the Kingston town today and uh, as they go for our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers 13 alias on top gee Darren's found a few big odds today 13 alias to be one at night uh, one night's order 9 Benno and 12 surefire 13 1 9 and 12 for Darren in race number 9 10th and last the Maratus Cerebral Palsy Alliance trophy here Munzer benchmark 88 1200 metres yeah and that 280 Benno is the absolute bottom of the market in that uh, previous race there right now the last uh, superior <coughs> Excuse me, not there. Darge run, cross noseband on, synthetic hoof filler off at 17. Never talk at 23. Kinlock with the earmuffs pre-race at 17. Mautai with a cross noseband off, $4.40 makes it favourite. Munitions at 19. Zushak with a barrier blanket on at 19. Battledon with the winkers off at 9.50. Brigantine back as a gelding, earmuffs pre-race off at $8.50. Oh, I needed that cough. Dream Circle <laughs> is out. No deduction. Larkspur run at $8. Starman out. Eight cents a win and eight cents a place. Devil's Throat, I've got it at the moment, at $7.50. I am lethal. Back as a gelding and the synthetic hoof filler off at $7.50. Zarastro out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Catersby is 101. And Cavalier Charles, uh, Matty Dust, there's still one slot to go in the Kosciuszko. And he's got Meg and he's got Cavalier Charles putting his uh, credentials forward today. And it is an $11 chance. And is the most popular runner in the race, Cavalier Charles, as much as $31 bet about it. $12 into $11 this morning. It's the most popular runner over Brigantine, who's $9 into $8.50 this morning. And third pick, we've got to look a fair way away to I Am Lethal. Long day ahead, man. Have a swig of that Pepsi Max and get yourself sorted uh, for the day. Speed map in the last year, Brad. Oh, yeah, speed belt, there's a bit happening. Uh, Mautai, I guess, is the query in terms of how aggressive they want to be, uh, but they have been teaching him to settle, so I imagine he just parks in behind the speed. Zushak can go forward, albeit he's a more of a 1,400-metre horse. Dajran also fits into that category. And then there's a little question mark over the top of Brigantine from that wide gate. He is 46 weeks between runs, but he does have some technical speed if they want to use it. So a few little queries here as far as the map goes, Duff. Yep, a hard map, a hard race. You're nearly a field job if you're taking quite easy. But all, all weather related, if we get a drying track, I'm with I Am Lethal. He might have, you know, he, he, 
it, big difference between a soft seven with him and a, and a soft five. A massive difference. Uh, he's gelded. I'll go with the two geld, the two new geldings here. Uh, I am lethal to beat Brigantine. I'll throw in Maltai. Not an ideal horse to be swapping jockeys with all the time. You, he's a hard horse to to ride and. Um, Yep, he's, he's got a fitness edge here and he's got a good chance. And I'll throw in Battleton, um, who's another one who's a very talented horse when he's right. They're not the only chances, 14, 9, 5 and 8. 3, 17, 13 and 5, so another couple of numbers into the mix. For me, never talk. I'm happy to have a little gamble on her at the odds. We hope the track doesn't dry out too much for her sake because she loves to get her toe into the ground. She's got a fantastic fresh record and I think she's the one that the market has completely brushed. Albeit, you're going to need luck getting back in the field. 17, Cavalier Charles gets in nice and light. He too has a fantastic fresh record. 13, Devil's Throat. Uh, he comes through the midweeks, but I thought there was good merit to that win last start. Uh, sitting outside of a decent speed and putting his rivals away and five Mao Tai is always in the mix in this company. Three seventeen. Okay, three, seventeen, thirteen, five for Brad in the last. Uh, Darren Flindell, his numbers late in the day for race 10. 14, I am lethal to beat nine, Brigantine, three, never talk, and five, Mount High. 14, nine, three, and five for Darren in the last. Ron, your best in value on George Main Stakes Day, please. Yeah, race nine, number nine, Benno, best value, race two, number 15, Herb. Good on you, Ron. We'll let you get to the track. We'll do it again next Saturday. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Ron Darby. Brad, your best in value, please. Best for me, race six, number five, Zoo Gotcha. I think she can stamp herself as one of the better fillies we've got at the moment. Back up that fantastic first win. And a couple of odds I'm happy to play. Race four, number one, War Eternal. I think he only runs well, albeit he has to overcome Arnold. And in the last there, race ten, number three, Never Talk. See you during the uh, during the week. Brad, midweek is somewhere. Will do. Thanks, Good guys. Man. Good on you. Brad uh, Brad Gray and also Glenn, Mun uh, Glenn Munsey with us as well. Munsey, almost 9 o'clock. Bring it on. Great day of racing ahead. Yes, Richard. Uh, and uh, Jockey's Challenge, uh, as I said to you, he was a dollar and six, James McDonald. He's out to a dollar and eight. Uh, and five, now a dollar ten, in fact. Uh, Timmy Clark's at five dollars. Huey Bowman's into seventeen dollars, and there's a thousand forty five dollars on him already. So that customer had five hundred and fifty five at twenty six. They came back and butted up at twenty one. Is now seventeen. Uh, Seventy one for any other jockey. Eighty one Willie Pike. hundred and one Sam Clifford and Karen McAvoy and Brett Abdullah. And the market. I've never seen this before. James McDonald is two dollars sixty favourite to ride four or more winners today. You can back in to win five or more, six or more, or seven or more. Good on your muns. Nine o'clock racing HQ Saturday break and back with uh, Melbourne form. Caulfield Group 1 Racing, Sir Rupert Clark Day. Stay with us. This is Racing HQ Saturday. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. Refresh your living room with Oz Design Furniture's up to 50% off sofa sale. Find your perfect lounge in time for spring. Sale ends Monday at Oz Design Furniture. T's and C's apply. Kalani Heights, we've got a roll of carpet on Moringa Road, the Roseville Bridge. Take extra care through the area. The M5 at Casula, a bus breakdown approaching the Humour Highway eastbound and at Lidcombe. The lights are flashing yellow Parramatta Road at Day Street South. Strathfield Centenary Drive slowing northbound towards Arthur Street. Drooling over the new phone that's just dropped at Optus. Get it at the best price guaranteed with their 5G phone price match guarantee. T's and C's apply. Visit an Optus store for details. I'm Philippa, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Mum, what do washers, dryers and washer dryers have in common? They're in the laundry, Lionel. Cold. They're white. Colder. They come from Bingley. Getting warmer. They have free delivery. Yes. Free delivery on selected laundry appliances at Bingley. 
What do you and the committee have in common? A lot. Cold. Don't miss our free delivery on selected laundry appliances right now at Bingley. But be quick. Bingley. Better living every day. Be there for the golden day of Sydney Everest Carnival, where Group 1 racing reigns. Feast on irresistible food and VIP views at the new All-Star Sports Bar. Feel your pulse race as the million-dollar Shandon Golden Rose Stakes champion is crowned. Then see the footy season out in style with the AFL Grand Final broadcast live on track. Shandon Golden Rose Day, where stories are made. Saturday, September 24th, Rosehill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Running a trades business isn't all sunshine and rainbows. It's full of spreadsheets and paperwork. That's why I use Fergus. It takes care of all my admin so I can focus on the things I'm actually good at. Plus, it's got a bunch of handy tools to help keep my business under control. You ripper. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a $200 discount to get you started. Saturday racing is heating up with Tab. And on all races at Randwick, Caulfield and Gold Coast, place a fixed odds win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three tracks this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Exclusive WA residents. First online fixed win bet placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. State Form Preview. Brought to you by Tabs The Lock. New on the Tab app. TNC Supply Gamble Responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us as we start to look towards racing in Melbourne today. Great program down there. We spoke to uh, Tim Bailey, track manager, a little earlier on. He said we're on a soft six. There are some showers forecast. Nice morning, but potential of a bit of rain around the place. And we'll worry about that when it does happen, I suppose. There are nine races, stakes racing right across the day. And a couple of guys joining us who uh, can probably give us, a, give us a weather update and their overall thoughts on the card. Speak of Dean Lester and Mark Hunter. Dean, a very good morning to you on a, an interesting day of racing ahead. Certainly is, Richard. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to the day and, and how it plays out. And obviously the weather will have a big factor uh, on uh, on the day's uh, activities. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good, terrific meeting. But the the favourite, I suppose, Dean, out of the, uh, the Rupert Clark. And there's always going to be a, a chance to miss the field, and that's eventuated. It has, Richard. Uh, this race traditionally used to have 18 runners, and if that was the case, he'd have been in the field. And uh, a bit unfortunate now that the you know, the safety regulations down to 16, uh, and uh, yeah, hence he misses out. But uh, still a really competitive race. Uh, Mark Hunter's joining us for a chat. Also, his thoughts on the program. Mark, a very good morning to you. What uh, what kind of a day dawns in Melbourne if you're in fact there? Morning, Richard. Yeah, we've got some showers coming for sure. It's a soft six, but windy. Uh, but there's quite a I can't see how they miss them. Looking at the radar, I can't see how Caulfield misses the showers within sort of a few hours. So I'd be working on a, a track that probably stays where it is. All righty. Let's, uh, let's dive in, shall we? Nine races to get through here. We start with the Highland Foundation for NJT Handicap. We'll have a benchmark 78 over the 2,000 metres to start the day. And down the ball we go with uh, these tab fixed prices. Number one, Global Gift is there at $7. Two, Corbulo at 51 Favourites number three, uh, Fengarada at $3.80 fixed on the tab, 3 dollars on the tote. Number four, French Moon, 16 
16, 5 Neroni 17, 6 Resurge 14, number 7 Constantinople $34, Head of State appears here at $7.50, number 9 Protection Money is at $9.50, 10 Unique Artist 10, number 11 Gone West at $9, and number 12 Prey de Trois is a $9 chance. So, a couple of 2,000 metre horses to start the day here, and uh, Dean, a favourite in the shop at number 3, Fen Garada at $3.80. Yeah, he's been a revelation since joining the John Leake stable, uh, having uh, been won his past three at Sandown. He's had the uh, 24 days between runs and the concussion plates go on, so that's still a little bit of a worry for me. I'm going to go with number nine, Protection Money, uh, who is just building up to a win. His run here last start was good, and I think with that added fitness under his belt, I'm going to go with him to beat Global Gift. Out to 2,000 metres, he'll probably lead first use of the track he can be a good sight for a long way. Fingerada, uh, he's had a great preparation. If he can continue it on, he's there with a chance. And 11 gone west, who resumed off a really long spell at Sandown. And didn't he? He had a lot of luck and actually went to the line OK. Will be fitter for that run. 9, 1, 3 and 11. Yeah, I've got the same trifecta numbers, just a different order here. I think Fingerada's the key to the race. I think if he repeats his recent form for Johnny Lake, he'll win. Uh, soft 6 and 2,000 metres. A combination of that rules out quite a few of these horses. I think it's perfect for Fingerata. He's just got to hold his form. Certainly those concussion plates an issue to beat number nine protection money. At least you know able to run the distance. It's fit. It handles the ground. It's going well. One global gift. You would think when, it, when um, the previous table had it, probably struggled at 2,000 metres, but Gavin Bedgood's got it flying. Just the triple little query for me. And uh, the fourth big number 10 unique artist who won a weaker race last time has handled some soft ground, at least is fit and in winning form. I think three, if it's right, it wins. Three, nine, one, and ten. Race two, Caulfield. Today, I see a pretty sharp group of three-year-olds here uh, going over a 1,000 metres. Three-year-olds, set weights and penalties. And down the board, sees number one, Cannonball. He's into the preparation now, Cannonball, $7.50. Number two, Renosu is at $10. Uh, three, Lascars is a $6 chance. Number four, Port Albert is there at $5.50. Number five, Miss Rosiano is a $7.50 chance. Extravagance. Stars back at the races today. Tab number six, Extravagant Star. She's a $2.90 uh, fixed favourite, two forty on the tote. Number seven, winner takes all 16. Number eight, Kin at $10. Number nine, Destiny's Dancer, $101. Scratch number 10. Uh, but Mark, Extravagant Star, pretty good filly back at the races today. And she's a current $2.90 fa- $2.90 favourite. How do you see it? It's my top pick. I don't like the race. I think Extravagant Star's got the best form. That win in Sydney over Paris Dior, that's better than what the opposition have produced. Yeah, then it failed on the really heavy track. It resumes here. It's trial well. The stable all trial well. So I just want to see it do it on race day. But if it runs up to that Sydney run, it's the one to beat. If I was going to bet in the race, I'd back number three, Lascar's the place. I think it's its leaders back. 1,000 metres is as far as it gets. It's got Jamie Carr gets a beautiful run. I think it will run in the minor money somewhere. Four Port Albert, it's trial well. It's going to be running on strongly. And seven winner takes it all. If they chop each other up up front, it might be the one closing off. Got a little rough chance of running into the minor money. Six to one to be on form. I'd back three the place if I was betting. Six, three, four, and seven. Yeah, it's not a race I want to get involved in either. Uh, probably only the uh, the bottom one, uh, Destiny's Dancer, would surprise. Uh, the rest have all got some little hope. And I've gone with Cannonball. I just thought he might land outside lead here. And he's at least got race fitness. He wouldn't want 
the rain to come. Uh, I think he's wanting probably the track to stay at six and even improve, but uh, I'll go with him with very limited confidence. Extravagant Star does present with the best form. As Mark said, the stables horses trial well. Uh, just uh, If it returns as it was as a two-year-old, it can win first up. Uh, three last cars gets a beautiful run. And as Mark said, 1,000 metres is probably his optimum. Uh, he's going to be around the money and Port Albert off a couple of soft trials resuming next best. But, uh, yeah, it's not... Uh, not the best betting race of the day, that's for sure. One, six, three, and four. Okay, that takes us on to the third race on the program at Caulfield today. The mares get their chance here at benchmark 90 for the girls over the 1,400 metres. And the market with Tab sees number one cattle and not there, but number two Cyclone Sally is, and she's at $16. Three, Jump the Broom, second up $11. Number four, Mega Mia is at 13 Five, Pride of Jenny is at $4.60, a current $4 tote favourite. Six, Zuzarella, $5.50. Seven, Zamawi at 23 Eight, Ocean Misses at $14. Nine, Adela Moore is at $5. Number 10, Saigon is your favourite here. Uh, fixed market at $4.40 and uh, an equal $4 favourite on the tote. And number 11, Lazuka is a $21 chance. So a, a fairly open market for the mares here. Dean, how are you seeing race three? I'm going to go with Saigon. I like the way she trialled leading into that first up run. And she ran well. She stays on the limit weight with Craig Williams, who's riding really well. Uh, I think that Saigon's got a, a good chance. I think Pride of Jenny up to 1,400, back to a handicap on pace. Probably the first 400 metres will tell the tale whether her and Cyclone Sally go just too hard in front. But if they don't, she's got a very good winning hope. Uh, nine Adela Moore. It's a very cheap run with a light weight. She's had a jump out in an official trial, and she looks to be ticking over nicely. She's a winner here. And six, Zuzarella from the back. Look for her to be running on late. But three main hopes, numbers 10, 5 and 9. Put them in that order. 10, 5, 9, 6. Yeah, I think number 10, Saigon, is just an each-way certainty here. This horse, as Dean said, trolled terrific going into that first up run. Ran well behind Lady of Honour. I think the scratching of Catalan made it a much, much weaker race. I think from the gate, Craig Williams can park it a bit closer. Blend into the race. Chasing on Lady of Honour's terrific form there last time. I just can't see how it possibly misses each way, Saigon. I think it's the one to beat. To beat number, take your pick, number eight, Ocean Miss, who ran well first up. Just needs some luck from that draw. Nine of Delamore. It can win. First up, 1,400, not easy. And gate one, a little issue. And then maybe four, Mega Mia, who can't have any improvement left, but will run on, has got a place chance. Big 10's a good thing. 10, 8, 9 and 4. OK, on to uh, the fourth race we go. Caulfield today. This is the Caulfield Guineas Prelude. Group 3, three-year-olds over the 1,400 metres. Number one, Ossipenka. I saw Chris and Charlie do a bit of social media uh, yesterday and they sat down and went through their hopes and, well, Chris himself thought Ossipenko is a quality cult and picked him out for today. It's a $4.40 chance here with the tab. Uh, Ossipenko currently seven twenty on the tote. Number two, aft cabin for Godot. $2.25 fixed, $2 on the tote. He's a pretty clear favourite. Number three, Zamborghini, 23 4 Meridius at $10. Number five, Lethal Thoughts is there at $16. Number six, Sir Bailey is a $26 chance. Seven, Amenable is $13. Eight, Japanese Emperor, $7. Nine, Sir Juggernaut, $34. Ten, uh, 
Berardino is at 41 and number 11 Black Samurai is a $51 chance. I suppose, Mark, a few new horses into the fray here, some horses we know. Aft Cabin, 2 to 225 about right. Wonder what happens in the betting here. Two hopes, one and two, and I think Ossipenko is the best horse in the race. I think we saw last week at Flemington where some of your B-graders from up there ran well. I think Ossipenko is much better than what we saw produced last week, and Gee, I think it's clearly the best horse in the race. It's going to be in an awkward spot from gate one, and it was scratched last week. I assume everything's fine coming into this race. I think if they run to their best, that Ossipenko will win here to beat number two half cabin. It's going to be in a great spot to control the race. It's got race fitness on its side. Terrific last time. Back out to 1,400 metres perfect. Jamie Carter ride. Any bad luck for Ossipenko, half cabin will just be off and gone. Take your pick the rest. Number five, Lethal Thoughts. I think comes through better form lines than most of these others. And the best of the locals, maybe number seven, Amenable. I just, it's a nice horse. I just think that Mooney Valley race is pretty inferior form to the top two. One from two, then five and seven. Yeah, I agree. They're the, they're the chances of the top two. I'm going the other way because I think Arthur Cabin's got the race fitness. Back up to 1,400 metres, I think the way the race shapes, he's probably going to be in a better spot. Uh, and he'll need to be because Ozopenko's a, a good horse and I think he'll peak on Guinea's day and be a, a live chance. He's a very uh, smart horse, as you know. He looks ready to go, and I think he's the obvious danger. Amenable's got a terrible draw. I wish he'd drawn a gate, because I think he's clearly better than that Mooney Valley form. I agree. I don't think that Mooney Valley form is that good, but I think he's better than that form, and I think he can run well. And Lethal Port's getting a really cheap run, fitter for the last run, and, and down from Sydney next best. But I think half cabin today just might have the advantage on Osipenko. 2-1-7-5. Dean, why is Japanese Emperor $7? It's a good point, uh, Richard. He was big odds when he won on debut. I didn't see that win coming uh, off his trials uh, or his jump outs. Uh, he won well, fast pace, very heavy track. I, I, I just don't know if that'll be good enough to measure up here. I'm, I'm surprised he's so hard in the market. All right, let's, uh, let's get on to the girls uh, here with a 1,000 guineas prelude. Uh, race number five, group two, three-year-old fillies, 1,400 metres, number one. It's an open market here. She's lickety-split. And uh, the Kiwi filly is $5, and she's an equal favourite. Number two, Revolutionary Miss, is at $10. Scratch the three, she'll be in Sydney. Number four, Russian Conquest, is at $6.50. Five, Boogie Dancer, $6.50. Number six, Miss Health. Fire at $9. 7 Mumbai Jewel, $8. Scratch the 8. Number 9, Hope at Hand, 15 10, Presidia March at 13 11, Sumatra, 15 12, Vagrants is a $34 chance. 13, Bonheur at 14 14, Denied, 51 15, Celestial Spirit, 41 Take out the 16 17, Love Nest at 101, and 18, Call Sign Charlie at $151. Group two uh, for the girls here. Dean, race number five, a nice open market. How do you sort them out? Uh, Richard, I thought there was a little bit of value here with number 13, Bonheur. Uh, she showed ability in the autumn. She ran well in a Blue Diamond Prelude, and not much went right for her in a size produce. Got the maiden out of the way last start. I think she'll handle the ground. I think she's drawn for a good run where a lot of the main dangers are drawn awkwardly. And a lot of these, I think, will struggle to run 1,400 metres. I think she'll run 1,400. I think she's over the odds number 13. Boogie Dancer will need a lot of luck from the draw to win, but she'll run 1,400. She was good at the valley. 
She's progressing well. Uh, she's lickety split comes from New Zealand with good credentials. Bunch finishes in her wins and her defeat was 1400. But when you watch the replay, she got speared off the track and it was virtually a non-event. So I respect uh, the Forsman stable bringing her over. And uh, 11 Sumatra again, don't know how she wins from the draw, but I've always thought she was good enough to be highly competitive in a race like this. Put her in next best, but uh, I think it's a very open race, but I think Bonner's over the odds. 13-5, 111. Yeah, I've got no real idea what wins this one. I, I'm going to tip number five, Boogie Dancer. I was pleased to hear Peter Moody say they'll ride it quiet and let it charge. Uh, that's the way they rode it at the valley over the shorter trip, and it just motored through the line. So it will need some luck from the back. If it gets it, it will run the 400 metres strongly, which you know it's in good form to beat. One of big odds here, number 12, Vagrant. I just think with Johnny Allen taking over, the horse hasn't had much luck. It just might be in the right spot to blend into the race. 13, Bonner. Nice horse. Um, a little bit worried about the second up, 400 metres straight to it. And then four, Russian Conquest, might be the best of the Sydney visitors. Five, 12, 13 and four. Okay, takes us on to race six at Caulfield today. Dean Lester, Mark Hunter joining us to go through a great program. Group one racing. Race six is the Cadillac Jewelers. Uh, MRC Foundation Cup, group three, 2,000 metres. And Gold Trip, he gets the rubber stamp. He's right to race in Victoria. And Gold Trip is $4.80 and your favourite. Number two, Earlswood, is at $14.3. Grand Promenade, 26. Four, Shiraz, is there at $9.50. Number five, Elephant at 23. Six, Chapada, 31. Uh, number seven, Darshan, uh, Darshan Sweet Jr. is at $23. Number eight, Crystal Pegasus. Another horse that Chris uh, picked out on the old preview yesterday online at $8. Number nine, Midnight Blue, 18. Ten, Lunar Flare, 21. Eleven, Emissary is there at $7. Twelve's out. Thirteen, Smoke and Romans, 10. Fourteen, Uncle Bryn, $6.50. And fifteen, the Amazonian and a $31 chance, I suppose. Guys, these horses are getting ready for some of the, the bigger cups races around the corner. Mark, what are your thoughts for the first leg of the quaddie? I think number 13, Smoke and Romans, is a... Terrific bet each way on the proviso that they go forward. There's no speed in the race. It's had the two runs back from a spell. Went super last time. It is dead set, ready to win. It'll be really strong at the 2,000 metres. Track conditions, no worries. Track conditions will, will uh, make a few of these struggle a bit, I think, especially if some rain comes. I think Smoke and Romans, as long as they go forward, control the race, is an each way special here to beat number one, Gold Trip. Gold Trip's fitter for that first run back. Went terrific. Draws a good gate. Class horse. Can just might be too good. Uh, 14, Uncle Bryn. Uncle Bryn's got to prove a couple of things. That it runs 2,000 metres. Also got to prove that it's a decent horse. It's a cheap run from the draw, so I'll give it a chance. And I'll put number four, Shiraz, in. I thought the soft track might advantage Shiraz a lot more than advantage some other horses in this race. So I like 13 as long as they go forward. 13, 1, 14 and 4. Yeah, I think this is a very open race. So I've tipped uh, Emissary, number 11. Um, yeah, I just hope the track doesn't downgrade through the day. But he was good first up. Uh, it was a very good ride, and he won well, and he trolled up well. Uh, I think the 2000 or suit, I think he can run well. Crystal Pegasus does go very well second up. Fitter for that first up run. Back to a handicap, I think, it's right in the race. Uh, Gold Trip, uh, I'm very wary of him. He's a good talent. Obviously, uh, he's had... His issues, but uh, that one run in Sydney was very good. And 14, Uncle Bryn, I agree with Mark. I think he's got to prove today that he's a decent horse. I think bigger track will suit him. Uh, and he is racing as though he needs 2,000 metres. He's got to prove that he can run it today. Yeah, but uh, certainly Luna Flair and Smoke and Romans go in my quality. I thought it was a really hard race. 11, 
8, 1 and 14. We'll see if this race gets any easier. Race 7, the Sir Rupert Clark Stakes. Group 1, 1,400 metres. They race for a million dollars. Some good horses of big odds here. Notably number 1, Dallasan. $26 fixed if you like him today. What a great horse he's been. Number 2, Law of Indices is a 26, or Laws of Indices 26. He's resuming. Number 3, Sinawan at $19. Number 4, Call Sign Mav at 18. 5, I Am Superman 12. 6, Just Folk 31. 7, Graceful Girl, 15. Number 8, Ayrton resumes here and is at $7 with the tab fix market. Number 9, Halal is at 12. Number 10, Showmanship is your $5.50 equal favourite. Number 11, Red Can Man, 18. 12, Buffalo River, 34. 13, Asar, 23. 14, Banker's Choice at $19. 15, Tuvalu is at $5.50. And 16, Shalo is a $14 chance, 17 18, 19, 20 are not there. Terrific race, guys. Um, a brute of a betting market. Dean, how do you want to play it? Uh, I want to play it with showmanship, Richard, because he's a winner. He's won eight of ten. Uh, you saw him in Sydney first up. He chased well. Uh, 1,400 suits him better. I think uh, might be a bit of redemption. Uh, he was well in the betting in this race two years ago, and he broke down on the eve of the race, and maybe today's the day that he wins it, and Damien Oliver wins it for the seventh time. I can just see him being Three wide with cover, blending into the race and finishing off. Uh, I like him to beat uh, four calls on Mavis stable, mate. Basically, since we've seen him in Australia, he's run at weight for age or set weights and penalties. I think in a handicap with added fitness after his first up run in the Memsey Stakes, he can run really well. He'll be just in that in the back of the speed there in the first four or five and be just toughing it out at the finish. Uh, eight, Ayrton, uh, he's unbeaten first up, doesn't want to track downgrade. Uh, he gets an easy run from the draw and 15 Tuvalu. Uh, he's won seven times from 11. He's got the good winning strike rate as well. And the only horse to beat him at 1400 is I'm Thunderstruck. He looks to have tried well and he comes off a relatively short break. 10, 4, 8, and 15. Yeah, showmanship for me too. I think he's a good horse, this horse. He showed at Warnable. He can get through the wet ground. He runs 1400 metres well. Terrific first up in Sydney. Got a great draw here to be midfield and strong to beat number nine, Halal. I think Halal is dead set, ready to go. It was good first up, probably not quite ready to do what was asked of it second up. Uh, it's had the good trial, obviously got a horrible gate, but any luck at all, I think Halal's right in the finish. 15 Tuvalu, got that residual fitness, never runs badly. I thought 14 Banker's Choice was better suited here with 54 and a half at the speed on, running on late. 10 from 9 for me, 10, 9, 15 and 14. What a good race it is. Uh, as is the Mayor's race here, the Hound Now Stakes will be race 8 at Caulfield today. Group 3 for the Mayor's at the 1,200 metres and number 1, Lavish Girl, is kicking off the prep here and she's at $23. Number 2, Zapateo uh, appears here for James Cummings. Damien Oliver at $6.50. Scratch number 3. Number 4, Chain of Lightning. Keskeep's winning Chain of Lightning and betting says it'll happen again today. She's $2.40 and your favourite there on the fixed market. Number five, Written Beauty, kicks off here at $7. Rambiel, tab number six at 61. Number seven, Isotopes in the mix here. She's $4.60. Number eight, She's All Class at $10. Nine, Exolita is a $21 chance. Ten is out and 11, another award at $16. Scratch number 12, Larkspur Run. Chain of Lightning, a $2.40 favourite here, Mark. Yeah, to win again, Richard. It's uh, I can't see why not. I think it's got a great barrier draw. You'd think the fence would be a bit off by now. 
there's not a lot of speed here for a 1,200-metre race. I think Jamie Carr just rolls forward, parks up on the speed on a moderate tempo, steers to the best part of the track, backs down like it always does, bursts clear and is too good to beat number nine, Axelita. I think she's absolutely flying at the trials this mare. Probably doesn't want to track downgrade. I think soft six is about as bad as she goes in, so hopefully we don't get a downgrade there. Two Zapateo, fit is a chance, and then maybe number eight, she's all class on the wet ground, got an awkward draw, they can poke through and run on. I think four wins from nine, the value, four, nine, two, and eight. Uh, put in the carbon for me, four nine two eight. Uh, chain of lightning to win again. She's five from five, and they can ride a forward, ride a back. Uh, she's probably better when she's ridden off the speed, but there doesn't look a lot of speed here. If they want to make, take luck out of the equation, uh, she probably rolls forward and she'll win. Uh, Exolita is absolutely flying at the trials, as Mark's mentioned. Track conditions would be a concern, but she's just going so well. Uh, Zapateo went back in trip last start. Doubt that suited her back out to 1,200. Uh, she's third picking. She's all class. I think the blinkers helped, but I also think a fast pace suited her. I don't know if she's going to get that here. but uh, And I doubt she'd turn the tables on Chain of Lightning, but she can certainly place four, nine, two and eight. Ninth and last, we finish off with an open handicap here at Caulfield. Race number nine, open handicap, 1,100 metres. And number one in the boat is there at $6.50. Number two, ingratiating at 13. Three, Prince of Boom at $7. Four, Serides is a $6 chance. Number five, Amish Boy at 11. Scratch number six, seven, Holbein at $61. Eight, Bless Her at 21. Number nine, It's Our Time resumes here at $5. Ten is out. 11 current at 950 12 Rose Quartz is a $4.80 favorite here and number 13 Fine Dane $81 so last of the day number number 12 here Rose Quartz is a $4.80 favorite another open market here Dean what are you thinking late in the day I'm thinking that it's our time's the one to beat here, Richard. Uh, first up, uh, he's trolled up nicely. He's a pretty reliable sort of horse. He's been in the money 10 of his 13 runs and he'll land fourth or fifth um, and get a good run through. And I think first up, he'll run well. Uh, in the boat, we'll run on a soft six. If it got worse, he'd be scratched. But uh, he'll be fitter for that first up run. He's back to a handicap. He'll lead. I think you give a good sight for a long way, but uh, yeah, the track conditions are the crucial element for him. Rose Court's probably the same, uh, has jumped out quite well. She's probably, she's led down the straight, she'll be a different sort of pressure here, but uh, might be ridden quieter and be strong late and run very well. And Amish boy, thought he was ready to go probably five weeks ago, it's seven weeks since he trialled, just worry he's had a setback, but he looks to be going well, first run as a gelding, nine, one, 12 and five. Yeah, like it's our time too. This horse is trolling terrific. It's raced at Corfield before where it should have walked in, so no issues with the track. I guess if you've got one query, the worst it's our time seen is the Flemington 6, soft 6. Now, it ran well on that, so not saying it won't handle worse if the rain comes. That might be the only query, but gee, it's going well. I can't see how it misses each way here to beat 12 rose courts. Good horse resuming, 12 well gets a great run. 11 Curran. Going to be giving a big start as usual, Curran, but got no way to be running on strongly. I'll put poor Sarah Des in, who just kept improving last campaign. It's trialling well. Don't know it any worse than a soft five. That's an issue there. Like nine as well, nine, 12, 11 and four. Great program ahead. First race at Caulfield at half past 12 today. Mark, I will stay with you for your best and value at Caulfield, please. 
Yeah, my best, Richard, race three, number 10, Saigon, and my value, race six, number 13, Smoke and Romans. Okay, uh, Dean, what are you most keen on today? Uh, I like uh, Chain of Lightning, race eight, number four is the best, and the best value, race five, number 13, Bonner. Anything away from Caulfield for you today, Dean? Uh, I'm with uh, a horse I've got an involvement in, Cheerful Moment, race five, number seven in Perth uh, at Belmont. Uh, around the six dollars each way, I think he'll run a great race. Beautiful. And uh, you're looking to the to the country meeting today, uh, Mark, for a horse you're found there in Victoria, away from Caulfield. No, well I was Richard, but they decided to call them off this morning, so uh, oh, there you got go. my bush meeting today. Oh, so that that's it. That's it. All over for me. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, it's, it's been good, guys. Good luck today. Um, Sir Rupert Clark Stakes Day. Great program ahead, and we'll do it again next Saturday morning. Thank you, boys. Thanks, Richard. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. Good on you, Dean Lester, Mark Hunter. There you go. <laughs> Read his text. I thought, where's the, where's the country horse for, uh, for Mark? Well, they're off, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, that's a great show.